everybody! It's the BS Podcast Network! Hello, and welcome to Soarin' with the Magic Our Way Podcast. My name is Mr. Mononymous, and I'll be your chief flight attendant today. We'll begin boarding in just a few minutes, but first I'd like to acquaint you with the rest of your flight crew. First, we have your pilot and co-pilots, Kevin and Danny. These artistic buffs will launch you from New Orleans to soar over all things Disney. Your entertainment director is Ivory Comics proprietor Eli. Be sure to check your in-flight magazine for a sneak peek at his comic, Project Geisha. Nice work, pal. Soon you'll be airborne. If you or your little aviators would like to reach the flight crew at any time, be sure to check out magicourway.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Twitter, email, or send in a voicemail. And, of course, you can book your next soaring flight with your platinum-level earmarked travel agent, Lee Lastavica, from Magical Moments Vacations. Remember, you've got a friend in Lee. Okay, let's review. Kevin, Danny, Eli Lee, Artistic Buffs, Disney stuff. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Chombo, everyone. Rombe. Jumbo, everyone. Harambe. And welcome to another edition of the, the Magic, Magic Our Way, Way podcast. podcast. Asante Sun, everyone. You are listening to the Magic Our Way podcast from New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States of America. We are Artistic Buffs talking about Disney stuff, and this is the show in which every opinion is welcome. MagicAway.com is where you can find us. My name is Kevin. And I'm Danny. And with us today, we have... Excelsior! Yo, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. You know the story's all about the glory. It is our resident comic genius from IvoryComics.com, Mr. Eli Ivory. How you doing, sir? Oh, I'm doing good, man. As much as I eat, I think I could carry this weight from state to state. Oh, boy, I'm so stuffed. <laughs> I'm so stuffed. Well, don't be late with all that weight. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'll try to still keep it great. but uh, Hopefully yeah. you can get an ice and skate. <laughs> and not fall through <laughs> with all that weight. Never, never to the delay. Would you like a date? All the time. <laughs> well, we I got a date tree out there. Got a date tree out there. All right. You probably want a date for a mate is probably what you're thinking. Date for a mate? Yeah, you want a date to get a mate. Oh. Then you can be the master of debate. This episode of the Magic Our Way podcast brought to you by Dr. Seuss. Hey, it is. <laughs> Green eggs and spam. Yes. Magic words. Green eggs and spam. Doing oh. good, man. How you guys doing, man? We good. We good? <laughs> oh, we good. Oh, Till I come and I eat lots of food. Ooh. Yes, we're good. <laughs> Danny, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. Eli, how are you doing? Doing swimmingly. Swimmingly? It was kind well, of swimming. Don't swim. Swimmingly with and this you got to wait till about 30 minutes after you eat. Oh, too with late With all that, that weight. I'm, it's too late. Nah, I've, I've oh, it's too late the pool. with all the weight. Dumped in the pool of food. And you <laughs> might have heard the clarity of that voice, those golden tones emanating from behind that beard. Back again once in the Fat City Studios is... Show me the money. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. Hey, must be the money. Show me the money. 
It's Mr. Moldy, shower, not a grower, Senior Johnny Salami El Tightwad himself, our resident professor of gyrotechnics, our travel agent from Magical Moments Vacations, Lee Lastovica. How you doing, sir? Good, 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 man. And as uh, Eli alluded to, man, that was a, a nice little snack we had today. Snack. I mean, the dulcet towns of Lee yeah, Lastovica. I mean, he uh, sounds so sedated. As he whispers into I'm his I'm just mic. in a sugar coma. <laughs> He's in a I sugar mean, down, and we're on NPR it, now. It was one thing to have a donut. Uh-huh. Then they stuff it with ice cream yes, and then they, they put it on top of and some sweaty balls <laughs> <laughs> oh sh- sweaty now balls. we're on npr <laughs> oh god put them in your mouth then second but yeah it was good man like i'm you had toppings with yours yeah i had some s'mores so it was basically like golden grams chocolate chips and marshmallows, marshmallows right? oh my wow ice cream inside a donut yeah it's good stuff man yeah. that is bliss straight was, up diabetes man yeah diabetes diabetes yeah i had to lay down for a second i saw three of everything after i <laughs> ate that stuff that well, was, welcome uh, back to the fat city studios yes sir your sound Glad sounds so here. nice so nice we had to record twice yeah, it that's is so right. melodious it's good to have that clarity man without <laughs> without that Excuse me. Making up for my background noises, wow. I guess. Oh, All yeah, of a sudden, it smells like donut. That would happen. Pardon <laughs> me. It was not me. It was just my food. It came up to say back again and say hello. I, I don't remember that spiel. Yeah, awesome power power, yeah. yeah, I don't remember it. But, you know, anyway. Sorry about that. Excuse me. Surprise. Yeah. It's all good. Pardon me. Yes. I just, uh, it just came out. That's right. Um, but anyway, guys, we got a great show for you today. Um, we are talking. Uh, well, Danny, well, I should let you say what we're talking about. Sure. Well, I, I figured since we just got done watching... Avengers Endgame. Yes. And we saw the wonderful Marvel movies and how all those sequels came together to form one big mega... Kind of like Voltron. Yes. One big mega sequel finale. Awesome movie. Uh, I figured, why not spend some time giving some love to the worst Disney sequels? Absolutely. Now, when we say worst Disney sequels, not... May, not not straight to, to VHS. Yeah, it yeah. has to be theatrically to released. Yes, so this should be a fun little discussion, guys. So uh, get your list together, because we're about to talk about some of the worst of the magic. And ladies and gentlemen, here we are on the Hub. And for today's topic, as we alluded to in the intro, we are talking about the worst Disney sequels in the whole Disney catalog of movies. No, um, no, no, not the whole Disney catalog. Well, well the theatrical released yes. catalog of movies. Not not anything that was released straight to home video. Right. Uh, nothing like that cuz those are those are kind of too easy to do. Yeah. And with you know with the plethora of great Disney movies that have been released over the years including one that was released a few weeks back, Avengers Endgame. Um, we figure we took, take a look at the other side of the coin and see if we can, in fact, find, well, I think we said five movies each. Each of us name our five worst Disney theatrically released sequels. Theatrically released sequels. So there you go. That's our premise for this show. Maybe give you guys a ch- second to kind of marinate on that. Um, uh, what, think about some movies in your head. You're like, you know what? Yeah, that, I didn't like that at all. <laughs> you know, and see how your list compares to. In fact, you can hit pause. You can hit pause right now. Mm-hmm. Think about put your list down and then come back and listen to us. Hit play again. And then we can discuss compare your you can compare your list to our list and see how that goes. So, Daddy, how, how, how should we proceed with this, sir? Oh, man, we could do like a roundtable discussion, I think, where each of us goes ahead and throws out what our 
fifth least favorite movie is. Well, can I start? Can I start real quick? Yeah. Okay. So I, I want to lead off with this only because I kind of squeezed the rules a little bit. Because oh. when we last talked, it was like Already? nothing that was straight to <laughs> Don't squeeze home the video, right? So nothing that was straight to DVD, nothing to VHS, right. whatever, home video. Yes. But I, for one of these movies, I had to include a made-for-TV oh. movie. Uh-huh. In fact, all three, uh, these, these are a series of three movies, which I just really can't stomach. And okay. I tried watching them again, and I just couldn't make it through again. Okay. Because I remember it. And these are, this is... Parent Trap 2, 3, and 4. Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. wow. I just got to lump all those in because they're just god-awful movies. I don't know that I've ever seen the sequel. You don't to want parent- to. No, I you don't. You really don't. I thought you were like, I'm no. talking about Halloween Town, Calbazard's Revenge or no. whatever. Calbazard. Yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> no, yeah, no. These were made for television com- comedy films <laughs> released by the Disney company, all which had Haley Mills and were supposed to be sequels to the original Parent Trap movies uh-huh. with Haley Mills. Uh, parent 2 and 3, basically Parent Trap 2 is, you know, Haley Mills, their daughters, her, I guess Sharon's, I can't remember the name, who cares? One of the twins' daughters, played by Haley Mills, has has a daughter that has a best friend who has a single dad. And they're trying to get people together, and uh, they, they know their mother is not really uh, outgoing. So they bring in the other twin, played by Haley Mills, to fly in their aunt to act like their mother, and because she's more outgoing to try to attract the single. Do you see what I'm getting? It's really yeah, this stupid. Is really That's, complicated. Yeah. That sounded so crazy. Bath you just did. No, it's really, it's really. I tried to watch that the other day, and it was just bad. It, so- it was just terrible. So did so what ends up happening is what the dude falls in love with the aunt, and they're like, "No, we yes, want you to see yeah. our mom." Yeah, no, that's 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 pretty much that's pretty much it. So the mom yeah, was just the, the old babe. The obligatory um, comedy mix-up. <laughs> <laughs> it gets worse. Look, they went with Parent Trap Three, which is another made-for-comedy TV uh-huh. movie. And um, they went back to the old formula of the original Parent Trap movie, right? Of course, you got uh, the father trying to get married to a snobby rich girl, you know, that's trying to take his money, and they got another mom. Mm -hmm. But in this case, instead of twins, you've got triplets. Triplets. Just to make it even more bad. Okay. And then the Parent Trap 4... I just, oh, I no, this is this is what? Exactly. That's what I'm talking. I didn't even watch this because, I mean, the title of this is Hawaiian Honeymoon. Oh, oh well, that's... <laughs> let's that's take always... Parent Trap and throw it on the islands. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to rush out and turn on my TV and watch that motherfucking movie right now. Parent Trap 4, two bitty traps. It's terrible. <laughs> Parent Trap 5 in space. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry, I, I deviated. Maybe I squeezed the rules a little bit. And I picked a made-for-TV movie. I had to look. I Pretty had much to say, broke them, I'd say. <laughs> I had to say those three movies together because I do remember having watching it at least *Parent Trap* two with great uh, uh, anticipation when uh-huh. I was younger to be sorely disappointed. So mm-hmm. wait, you said that's that's your fifth, fourth, and third? Pick? No, no, that's that's just one in that's itself. Five. That's one. Wow. I have four others, but that, I want I lump those three together. It wouldn't be fair to do each one individually with this list. Sure, I, sure. I don't think I, I I think they all deserve to suck together. Okay. And besides, uh, you can't have Parent Trap with just one of the movies. You have to have tw- uh, twins, if not triplets. In this case, we're doing triplets. Uh-huh. Triplet sequels. How about that? They should have like the Parent Trap Duger version, but they got eight kids and. Sh- the Duggar? The, the Duggar, Duggar version. <laughs> What's the Duggar? Oh, that's the, the the family that's got like the mom has like eight kids, or the not the mom, the family. There's like the family eight has kids, a ton yeah. of yeah. Oh, they, they don't believe in birth, they don't believe in birth control whatsoever. Ooh. But he doesn't believe in the getting off of her either. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's some he sweet believes love. in getting off. <laughs> Better hurry up, get off for this. Our fifty. The Lord has blessed me with these children. I ain't going nowhere. The Lord has blessed me with his eggs. I'm gonna just do it again. I shall fertilize them with great zeal. Where are we gonna go? These children can take care of us now. We got a whole city. No face, neck, and chest. 
apologies for the made for TV movie, but it was technically not made for home video. So. Not true. That is true, but it was not theatrically. It was released. not theatrical released. I, I I missed that part. All right, of so the we're off to a good start. Yes. <laughs> but <laughs> now we will cover, was- and I'll make sure the rest of my movies are. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> it's played on your whole theater. That's where you go with it, right? That was the whole theatrical release. <laughs> sure, my little 12-inch. <laughs> there you go. 12-inch <laughs> UHF, VHF uh, channel thing. Solid how you use ka-chunk, it. Ka-chunk, But anyway, yeah, sorry, Dave. All right. All right. E, you next? go ahead, man. E, you next, bro. All right. Uh, so this was tough in the beginning. Kind of like jerky. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's tough. Now in the beginning, tough. Jerky is tough, but then yeah. it gets easier the more you chew on it and marinate it. Yeah, what's your, what's your teeth are made for the grit. And then, then you're uh, satisfied by what has gone down into your system. It's all about what you've made all the list. Exactly. And yeah. being content with and that. What is your what are you going to throw out there for us? I got to say, I am still, I am still in uh, MCU depression mode. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, so, Thor uh, Dark World? Is that, oh, I'm sorry. Huh? <laughs> what? What did you say? Excuse me? Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> So I, I kind of so what I, I started off with for my number five, I would have to say is uh, uh, Thor: The Dark World. Hey, yeah, that's very exactly nice call on that one. Oh, look at that! I never saw what it, so I couldn't put it down. But I saw that on a lot of lists when I was doing my I, research. So I, I, you miss the ether? <laughs> yeah, I, it's the ether. Yeah, I'm not worried about the ether. I, all right, <laughs> here's the, here was the thing. The second one's kind of like this bad. Shakespearean kind of drama. Basically, there's an elf that takes over, you know, Asgard, and does this whole massive war thing, and you know, kills. Uh, I don't want. I guess I should say spoiler alert or something. Well, don't even matter. I but, think it's been long enough. Just check it. Uh, so you know, kills Thor's mama, which totally makes sense when you see in game, and you know, uh, they talking. So that that brought a little tear to my eye. But anyway. Okay, in the first one, there's a destroyer, the big robot that shoots the beam out of his face. I'm like, all right, that's intense. I'm not afraid of, the, of an elf. I'm just not. Like, I'm just <laughs> not afraid of a guy that has a big ponytail and speaks in a language that I don't know anything about. Uh, on top of that, I'm not worried about the ether. That just looked like somebody just ground up a piece of red velvet cake and just threw it all in a fan mm-hmm. and just went everywhere. I didn't understand all the science. Like, I was like, hey, this is just Thor. I'm like, oh, this should be a cool action adventure. But no, they had it through all the science and gravitational pulls and all this stuff, and I got lost. So, yeah, compared to the other ones, it's, it's not the Thor you're used to seeing. It's a Thor you deserve. <laughs> you don't deserve this Thor. It's just kind of like a, it's it's not good in compared to those to those other two. So it's not worthy, you're saying. Yeah, no. it's not worthy. It is not worthy. Fat Thor would have did a better job, uh, I think, at, at that point. But, yeah, yeah, he's right. Yeah, No, it, it was not. It was not good. It was not good. I it mean, there were some redeemable qualities to it, but yeah. it, for the uh, overall, I mean, it looked like they were fighting leprechauns. Or something. Yeah, it, it was. It, it just wasn't. It wasn't scary. Uh, no, not at all. I mean, you know, if you want to complete the trilogy, uh, do it. But no, it's compared to the first one and the third one, weaker one out of the three. So. I can just picture when they like, hey, let's pitch the new Thor 2 movie. Okay, he's going to be fighting elves. Yeah. And then everyone kind of groans. And they're like, but 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 they're dark elves. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, and then it's like, and what up his that? name? Makai Pfeiffer. And it's like, what? <laughs> Makai Pfeiffer. Yeah, it's a weird name. Like, like Malekith. Malekith. No, Malachi. Malik, huh? Malachi? Like Malekith. I thought it was Malekith. Yeah, oh. it's a Malekith. weird name. It's like, like Mala and Keith. Yeah, the word Malachi. Keith at the end, Malakith, but Malachi. Mm. Like, that's Latin I was thinking the children Keith. of the corn. That's what I, yeah. <laughs> for fat Keith. <laughs> Malachi! <laughs> <laughs> All 
Yeah. The that only guy. thing redeemed about that was maybe Loki. Uh, that that was about it. But yeah, not, yeah, not I can see good. that. I, I can see Dorothy. That almost made my list. It did. It, it, same yeah. here as well. Uh, I, I was just. I was able to find movies that I thought were less redeemable. So. <laughs> <laughs> yep, same here. Yep, I have same painted, y'all. <laughs> cool. All, All right. right. Well, look, I'll go next. All right. So my for my fifth movie, we've talked about it a million times before in this show. When when I go see a movie, it's all about expectations and how how well does this movie meet your expectations? Maybe even exceed these expectations. But what happens when you have to go see a movie that you have no expectations for? Like when you're expecting it to suck. Well, if and you have that low of expectations and it's lower than that, that's got to be bad. Yeah. <laughs> well, it exceeds your expectations, but it, like, it exceeds how bad that you thought okay. it was going to suck. You're like, okay, this is going to be bad, and this is not, this is, I'm not going to enjoy this movie, but it, it can't possibly suck that bad. And then it does <laughs> suck and that bad. And then it does suck <laughs> that bad. And it, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about Alice Through the Looking Glass. I was about to say, I'm uh, sitting on the edge of my seat. Uh, Tell me what it is. <laughs> There was yeah. a week where we were set to record, and then you and uh, That's Eli. That's my number four. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. You and Eli had to cancel. Yeah. Mm. And so that kind of left Lee and I scrambling at the last minute to try and come up with a show. And lo and behold, Alice in Wonderland just came out, or Alice through the looking glass, I should say. Yeah. So we went to go see that, and my God, we would have been better off. Reading the phone book. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just was, else, yes. huh? You know, I mean, I had, I had never seen any of the other Alice movies, right? Oh, okay. And so when I saw this, I have yet to see any of the other Alice movies because I'm like, Jesus Christ, this was such a piece of crap. Yes. That, like, it just was, I can't think of one good thing about that movie right now. No. I can't think of one thing that I was like, oh, well, this was kind of cool or I like this part. You know, it just, if this is Tim Burton's vision... Of what Alice is, I don't want any part of that world. No, whatsoever. you see now. Okay, so just to be fair, now Tim Burton did not direct. This oh, one. He well, directed, maybe that's the problem. He directed the first one. Okay, and but no, it, I wouldn't say it was the problem necessarily because uh, Tim Burton's movies are very Tim Burtony. Yeah, and and that's the first one wasn't great. Uh-huh. The first one maybe wasn't even good. It, it may have been the first one was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It was what you'd expect from a typical Tim Burton movie: kooky, weird-looking characters, but visually stunning. Transports you yeah. to a new world, but in terms of plot, in terms of character development, all that stuff just shot to shit. Yeah. Um, this one took all the bad elements of that movie <laughs> and, and made them down on it. worse. <laughs> Magnified it. I mean, yeah. at the very least, you're saying to yourself, "Okay, well, it's Johnny Depp." Helena Bonham Carter. It's uh, Alan Rickman in his last credited performance before he passed away. Poor guy. Uh, yeah, that's to, to have your name attached to this. Mm. So you had some good actors yeah. going in there. Sasha Baron Cohen. You had some people who were nominated for Academy Awards, and this movie made them look terrible. Yeah, I mean, this is he made the Mad Hatter just seem so creepy. Yes, like he just like. Turned me off totally. Like, I, I if this is who the Mad Hatter is again, I don't have any interest in seeing anything with the Mad Hatter. And that you know what, and that's a central p- problem with this movie because this movie hinges on you caring about the Mad Hatter. Right. So for those who don't know, okay, so just a real quick synopsis of it. Uh, basically, Alice arrives in Wonderland and discovers that the Mad Hatter is so bummed out he stopped break dancing, like you saw in the first one, because his long presumed dead family is he's discovered they're alive and instead of setting out to find his family he's so bummed out that no one believes him that he just locks himself in his house and that somehow is making him sicker and he's gonna die 
So Alice and them get together, and they all decide upon themselves, well, rather than, again, saying, well, let's go at least try and look for this guy's family, they decide it's more practical to time travel to try and find the Mad Hatter's family. And Alice steals the chronosphere, which is this time-traveling device from Time, who's played by Sasha Baron Cohen, Mm -hmm. and she proceeds to go bouncing all throughout Wonderland, learning the origins of all the different characters that you see on the screen. And ultimately, of course, as in every time-travel movie, discovering that you can't really alter the past. So... The journey is completely inconsequential. It all hinges upon you caring enough and investing in the Mad Hatter enough to where you care if he gets his family back or not, which you absolutely could give a frog's fat ass less about. (laughs) You could care less about whether or not he finds his family. They don't even develop the family. They're barely on screen. The family never shows up? They do show up, but I mean, they don't really, there's nothing endearing about them where you're like, oh my God, that, I, I couldn't even tell you a name. Okay. They really kind of concentrate on the relationship between yeah, him and his father. dad was like a hat maker yeah. too or something, and it his was, sister was Kago. He I, wanted, I think like he wanted to make like very traditional hats and the Mad Hatter wanted to make crazy hats, so yes. he was like, oh, you can't, you know, it's the typical, you can't do anything right to please the dad exactly. and, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So it was just very contrived. And then they attempt to explain the origin of the Red Queen becoming this blood rage, decapitating heads, mean, like this evil person. And they give her a backstory, which is perhaps the worst villain origin story in history. <laughs> like she fell out of that of evil oil. That would be better. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. That, that would be better. I, I, I could tell you, spoiler alert, if you want to know. <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued. I don't I'm, intend to watch it, but yeah. Go okay. Ahead. So her sister eats the last tart, the white queen, and frames her by dropping cookie crumbs by her bed, which her mother sees and gets mad at her. Her sister lies and says... I didn't eat the tart. It was really the Red Queen, whatever her name is, Esmeralda Estelle. I can't remember what, it, what her name was. She Esteban. Goes, she goes running out the front door. She trips. She falls. And she bumps her head on a fountain. And it blows up. And the more she gets angry, the more the head keeps blowing up. So that is how the Red Queen became the Red Queen. But she finds redemption. She, it, the White Queen apologizes. and They homies they, again? That's it. Like she ain't mad that her sister got a brain hemorrhage because of her? Nope. It's like all the bad blood's forgiven. Mm, We're but, good. But the hematoma ain't go away. That's <laughs> messed up. Hematoma? Yeah, that toba. Hematoma. It is your toba. I mean, that's a terrible backstory. That's, that's worse than when they roofied Maleficent and cut off her wings. <laughs> oh, God. I forgot about that. Yeah. Well, wow, that sounds like a movie I don't want to watch. I have no desire to see that. Yeah. No, it, it's unless you're kept up nights wondering about the origin of uh, the Red Queen's anger or... Uh, the troubled childhood of the Mad Hatter, I, I, I would say skip it. <laughs> or even if you are interested in those things, I'd still skip it. <laughs> <laughs> so how about the Santa Claus 2? Oh, wow. You know, uh, I saw the Santa Claus 1. I've never seen the Santa Claus 2. I thought we well, said all we needed. Jack Frost? No. No, no that's, uh, a third that's a third one. one. a third oh, one. Okay, okay. See, this is one of those things where there was a point in time where me and my wife, we had these one set of friends, and we still have those friends, but before we had kids and stuff, and we would go do stuff together, hang out, go watch movies and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But these particular people are really bad about picking movies. <laughs> 
What do you mean, these particular well, this, people? These particular friends of ours that we would always go out with, they always picked the worst movies to go see. And I'm like, uh-huh. but we wanted to hang out with them, so we'd go see this movie that we didn't really want to see, but... You ever just go bowling? Well, <laughs> we would, but I'm saying like when we would go to movies, like, uh-huh. let me put you this way. These are, the, these are the friends of ours that like go to Chili's on purpose. Mm. You know, so that's their taste level. You know? Okay. Y'all been and, friends since childhood or something? Well, they're high school friends of her, so inherently they're friends of mine now. But You know the original uh, Chili's is in Dallas? Is it really? Yep. No surprise there. Chili's, uh, Dallas has a lot of crappy chain restaurants where they've developed uh, Grandies and uh, it's one of them. But um, Never never seen a Grandies. Grandies is when like is Grandies? chicken fried steak, but it's like the Taco Bell of chicken fried steak. Oh. That should be ah. existing. Yeah. I wish so. there was a good fast Taco- food chicken fried steak place. <laughs> yeah it's a fast food chicken fried steak place is what it is but yes uh, okay. so uh, <laughs> so yeah so this is the I'm kind of movies of that's of right <laughs> that true too <laughs> uh, yeah so these are the kind of movies that you know they would take us to go see and and i'm like it, it just there was no reason to make this movie no you know what i mean and that's and like you said like first of all i don't i think it's really difficult to make christmas movies nowadays and have them be worth anything uh, there's not too many christmas movies that are like endearing still like there's Bad all the santa yeah. oh, that's <laughs> but like elf like elf is good i like elf sure, i watch sure. elf all the time mm-hmm. but i can't there's not really like too many quote-unquote modern christmas movies that i'm like watching every year it's always the classics it's always the you know the christmas story the stuff that you grew up on you know so oh. I, but i can't imagine anybody you know that grew up on the santa claus being like oh i have to watch the santa claus every year oh you'd be surprised i mean i saw the first santa claus i, like I didn't think it was santa- bad yeah i like the first santa claus actually yeah but i mean it's just again there's no reason for this movie or even a third one to exist yeah and, i never wondered what happened beyond i thought right, it was a right, good right, way yeah, to yeah. close yeah. again I mean, that makes sense yeah. yeah and then tim the Toolman taylor is not the exactly like you know oscar worthy performances or anything like that so I don't know, but it just was. Oh, oh, oh! oh. <laughs> he is a toy. <laughs> to infinity and your mom. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, so Santa Claus Two, no reason for it to exist, no reason to to go out and see it. It just was rehashed and uh, just. It can I ask you a question. The, yes, is there any part in the movie that you just would could sell us on to just say that this was a bad scene. yeah what was the well, bad the like, I can't, like give me a bad moment there's not anything that even stands out as as memorable about this movie okay you know so it's just are like, you still friends with these people yeah they're actually going to come up in another movie down the line here that, we're gonna <laughs> oh, talk wow. about that they forced us to go see as well <laughs> so wait they will we will they will come back again in this story okay so, all right but i mean these are good friends of ours we went to disney with them and they had a good time mm-hmm. you know and things like that but you know Again, they they have a very uh, different outlook on what they want to do. Yeah, like they want to go eat at Chili's and Outback. And I'm like, no, why don't we go to some place that you've never heard of before and you can only find in Orlando? And, and Yeah, I was going to say, for you to be suggesting someplace nice, <laughs> yeah. that's, uh, that's a little different. Yeah, so, and all I'm saying is like, Santa Claus, one, good enough, move on. We don't need anything else don't need from this further series. We don't need anything right. else in this series. Sounds good. Okay. Yeah. All right, Eli, you're in deck number four. So, okay, I kept my theme going. Uh, so my number four, and we've talked about this uh, when it came out, is uh, Guardians Volume 2. Oh, oh yeah. Interesting. Yes. Uh, mm, yeah, okay. Wow, and, the Marvel guy hates the Marvel movie. No, well, it's like I wanted to 
see the see the movies Ego. and then see them you'll see them all just be like okay which one is which and why is this one better or whatever but in this particular one like i watched it again uh-huh i wanted to see if this movie made me feel more for the people you know it's like watching a a yearbook if you will if we're gonna keep the high school theme it's like oh man remember that time gabor had the big gatling gun and shot at a sister before she got tossed off a cliff and you know that kind of stuff but yeah this movie still gives me the same beats like the christopher walken baby group while they fight the the high tentacle monsters like yeah just didn't need that all of the you know the sappy whining stuff when nothing talked about how they could you know uh, advance the plot that's that's still tough uh the main thing i noticed too was that uh what made the first one so good in my opinion was that they were a team going through all the adventure so you got to see them react in different right, ways but right. in the same scenario and in this case you're not allowed to do that they split them up and of course you know peter quill meets his daddy and his daddy's got the plastic egg with all of the babies he made which is still gross like still seeing it uh still nasty but i think the other thing is looking back on it i think this movie only served one purpose and i think that was to make sure that peter quill didn't have the celestial powers that he had from the first one so i guess he couldn't do anything in the future movies but yeah still overall um i'm still looking forward to when they do the third one because i do like the characters but uh, still, compared to the first one, this one is uh, the weaker uh, of the two. That, oh, yeah, it's uh, definitely the weaker of the two. I don't know that I'd call it one of the worst movies. Out of the, out of the series? Out of, well, I mean, out of well, everything that Disney's so much ever to choose done. from that Disney's done poorly. Yeah. That, I mean, this is not. I understand what you're saying. It's not, but it's not like the worst Marvel movie ever. It's the worst any Disney movie ever. I understand what you're saying, but, you know. I have to go back through it and watch them. And there was something I watched that I said, well, maybe this would be bad. It wasn't as bad. I took it off the list. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, I I just, yeah. Look, that movie was definitely flawed. I remember it started out great, and then it all kind of just. All went to hell. It goes flat. It just. It it does. esoteric, and it just. Deflates. It doesn't. Yeah, it deflates. It doesn't have the same kind of drama. And, and then you compare it. I'm comparing it. It's, I should say it seems goofy at times when yes. it's supposed to be uh, melodramatic yeah. or it's something that should push this story forward. I'm comparing it to just everything I've seen, just like in that span of universe. And I'm like, mm. yeah, that one kind of has a little cheek in the arm. Kind of missed the mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But as far as expectations go, I could see that being something that really. Because like again, that that's that to me is a huge determining factor. If you had high hopes because the first one was so phenomenal, yeah, and then the second one I thought started off pretty good, and then have it all go Come to hell, down. Right. yeah, I could see it resonating as something more memorably bad than say, oh well, Parent Trap two sucked. Maybe three will be better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe Haley Mills will get another band. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. All right. So for my fourth one. Um, and I've tried to watch this one again a couple of times, and I, I, I can't make it through it. I'm falling asleep. It's happened twice already. Um, it's Tron Legacy. Oh, I've never uh, seen it. Oh, yeah. I, I never saw it, so it, it's kind of on my uh, honorable mention. Well, don't. You know, but the grid. D- yeah. Don't see it. There should be a, a yellow warning sticker on the Blu-ray <laughs> that says... This sucks. No. It's so stylish. Are you it sure? It should say Tron Legacy might... 
increase the effects of alcohol. <laughs> do, not, do not operate or drive any heavy machinery. Uh, I called it Tron Lullaby when I saw it the first time. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow, that's a, was, that says a lot. It was that bad. Olivia um, Wilde's in it, though. She's in that outfit with the neon on the couch. That's wow, the thing, though? dude. They, like, okay, so like when they made the first Tron, no one really had a whole lot of knowledge about computers or anything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, it kind of stood alone. It was like a foreign world to people. Now everyone kind of has a, a working knowledge of computers, and you could really do something special with it but instead they kind of turned it into a watered down matrix okay with pretty much exact same plot line of this evil artificial intelligence that um was created by man but now is exercising its superiority trying to prove its superiority Mm -hmm. to its creator and then the creator is these humans within this digital world or sort of a god uh like figure because they can do anything it's it's kind of it's like Matrix Re- It should have been called Tron Reloaded, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Tron Reloaded. Yeah, no. It, it really was. It was just a watered-down Tron story. The the lead character, the cat, the kid who played... Flynn? Yeah, not Kevin Flynn, the Jeff Bridges version. Jeff Bridges, man, he slips into Lebowski here and there in this movie. Oh, right. he Lebowski's it up in this movie quite a bit. Uh, but the, the son, I mean, he's just like wooden. I mean, <laughs> I don't even know if he's going on to do anything else, but... It's a really poor choice. I mean, here you got this guy in this magical computer world, and he looks pretty nonplussed by the whole thing. It just <laughs> kind of goes about his uh, his business. But um, beautiful. Probably what this movie is most memorable for, though, is this is the movie that shows that yes, along the way there were indeed hiccups in Disney's de aging process. Because if you watch the trailer, at least, or see the movie, and they de-age Jeff Bridges in this movie, it looks like you're watching a cutscene from Final Fantasy or something like that. Yeah. It looks very computerized. It, mm. it really was a bad de-aging job. He looks bad. Bad. Now they've perfected it, and everyone's like, oh, wow, they do such a good job with it. Not always. Bad. Not always. Bad. Hey, okay. I mean, I guess the only positive is we got an attraction out of it. <laughs> yeah, in 2021. We'll it is. Yeah, soundtrack. Yeah. Daft Punk, I think, was uh, not too bad. Well, that's the whole thing. That's the other part of it. It's like, it's like techno rave stuff. I mean, like, it, it's not like they, they took the grid and they transformed into this neon techno world with dance clubs and raves and uh, bars and. and Lots of techno music everywhere. I, and I think what really ticked me off about it is because I liked the first one. I thought it had a really good charm to it. And I thought that they, that this one was going to relaunch the series like, and, yeah. and really kind of make it a franchise again. And they were going to roll with it. And they were going to do a third one. But they pulled the plug on that. I mean, yeah, it's just, yeah. I see what you did. That's yeah. good part. They pulled the plug <laughs> on that. <laughs> Mr. Litwack. Rebooting. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, that's, that's my fourth. Not so legacy. No. Non-legacy. No legacy. All right, Lee. Not going to All right, well, my number four was Alice um, Through the Looking Glass. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, so, oh, all right. I got a 4.5. We'll do that, okay? All right, do 4.5. High oh. School Musical 2. You didn't like that? I didn't like any didn't of like them. <laughs> the Wildcats come back on the, no. on the season? I mean, uh, so oh, you broke you, our daughters are probably like the same age, yeah. right? So, like, we had to watch them. Yes. You know, it's like this was on every day on dvd and in every and, and on the dvd player in the car and it was just like 
I, I don't know if I just got so tired of High School Musical in general. I mean, my daughter had a High School Musical birthday party. You know, we had <laughs> oh wow, we set up like a karaoke machine and um, uh, you know the original cover of the original movie where they're all jumping up like that. So a friend of mine photoshopped her face on all those characters. Oh my god! <laughs> and we put that on her birthday cake. And I mean, she she. I, was, I can show you pictures from her birthday party. Like she got High School Musical shirts and Uno cards and High School Musical nail polish and High so, School Musical the flamethrower, yeah. High School Musical the underwear, <laughs> High School Musical toilet paper, merchandise, yeah. wildcats, merchandise. So I, I, maybe it was just a matter of me just getting burnt out on High School Musical, yeah. but with the flamethrower, uh, I would bet. Yeah, but again, you know, so. Th- same situation. Now we got High School Musical three, mm-hmm. uh, senior year. High School Musical four. I mean, it just they paid a fourth one. Yeah, there was a fourth one. Now those those were m- uh, more direct to DVD. Mm-hmm. Those weren't on the but oh the third so, one was too. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know if the third one was was DVD or if it was movie. But I thought there was one I, where I don't think it became I, a movie. I missed movie, that. Right? Yeah, I missed that trend. Yeah, I thought it like they went camping in the woods or something like that. I thought right. it was like straight to like Disney Channel or something. Yeah, and um, you know, High School Musical are big fat. Summer camp out thing. Yeah, I think so, but well, wasn't there a camping movie? That it wasn't High School Musical though. I think it was just a whole different series. You know what you, it's yeah, it was. Yeah, and then was there was another one called Lemon Mouth or some other. They had all these little Lemon Mouth, Lemon Head, Camp Lemon Mouth. Uh, it was camp. I don't remember, but they're all revolving somehow around singing and or a mouth at teenagers. <laughs> yeah, and teenagers. So it's it like that. They're just about to. Camp. I mean, that's not typical Disney. <laughs> they're going to milk the 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 singing teenager thing to death. Yeah, no, you're right. Like, My daughter was into that too, and I remember uh, I worked at a movie theater company at one point and I took her to see High School Musical 2 and okay. then she loved it but yeah it was I was having fun but yeah it was kind of torture to kind of watch it but yeah uh, she loved it and but all those movies looked alike yeah it was like it jump was all the in, same movie and, and jump yeah, out no originality scream and shout yeah poop and pout yeah <laughs> clean it out clean it out yeah wipe it up all that rub it down oh no, oh, no. So yeah, right, so high any any high there. school musical really, but two was the, the last two, one yeah, that was at the yeah, movie yeah, theater. Yeah, yeah nice. two sucked. Yeah, wow, cats. <laughs> yes. All right, so my fourth one, and this will be the the last time I break the rule. Oh, okay. Boy, again with this? Yes, I know. All yes. right, all yes, right. So anyway. Five and a half more traps. <laughs> yes. Just to let you know, uh, back in 1992, I watched a, a, a nice little Disney movie. Uh, starring Brendan Fraser, that uh, you know, soon to star in the Mummy movies, which led to one of my favorite universes. George of the Jungle, not George of the Jungle. Nineteen ninety-two was Encino Man. Uh, oh God! Hold on, uh, this is so crazy. Which because I did I'm enjoy it. <laughs> you did? I did. I did enjoy Encino Man, but but okay. I mean, for what it, for what it is for what it is. But this and this is why I break the rule because this was a, another made-for-TV comedy uh, put out by. Uh, let me let's let's just pad the stats here real quick. Um, it, it was released by. It was produced by Walt Disney Television and distri- distributed by ABC. Okay. So they invested money into this. Okay. And the movie that they came out with back in 1996 is supposed to be the sequel to Encino Man. Aha! Uh-huh. If you have Encino Man, then you should have what? Encino uh, Woman. Encino Woman was Encino the movie Woman. that you should just not see or devote any time to. I I enjoyed Encino Man, so I wanted to watch this, and I remember do turning this on and being very disappointed. I can imagine, <laughs> I so. imagine so. Extremely disappointed with Encino Woman. So, was Polly Shore not in it? No, Polly Shore was not in it. Hey, buddy. Um, but basically, the movie, you know, you have the uh, prehistoric man and Encino Man. You have the prehistoric woman in this case who gets on Earth by an earthquake. And uh, she meets a dude named, what was the name of this dude? David. You know, kind of like Alvin and Chipmunks, but this David. And so uh, he works at an ad agency and all hell ensues. It's wonderful. 
See, I have this listed under a list I put together called things I did not even know existed. (laughs) (laughs) And it's right here. Encino Woman made for TV sequel to Encino Man on ABC. Terrible. I'm looking at it. I can't even find it. No, it's there. There's a reason for that. Yeah. There, and I don't know if you know this, but there's also a Splash 2 sequel. Yeah, I did. Well. I didn't know that. I like, didn't know that existed. Yeah. I Google search it, and you know what? The, it's like, did you mean California woman? <laughs> yeah. like, did no. you mean Encino woman? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So I didn't even know that existed yeah. until I started doing this research. And I'm like, why the hell would they make that movie? Yeah. Like, I, you, just, um, you just read that right, title, and you're like, what? Like, they and, spent money on that. Yeah. What's it, the uh, Saturday Live skit? The, uh, the caveman lawyer? Oh yeah, uh, um, yeah, caveman. Yeah, Phil lawyer. Hartman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that one. That's what I think about. I'm just a caveman. I'm, a, I'm intimidated by your strange world. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love that skit. Yeah, but basically, okay. So uh, the ba- basic premise is that, um, of course, Encino Woman uh, becomes like the the next top hot model for his ad agency. So now the dude David is, um, you know, he's like Mr. Big Do they Shot make now. her up to look real pretty or does she start no, a they, trend they, where everyone looks shabby? Yeah, they like the animal ah, personality. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. They, they let her be her kind of self. I just can't believe you did, you pulled that one because I was like, I no one's ever, there's no way anyone's ever heard of this movie and it's no, on your list. I, I heard that movie. <laughs> and you watched it. And, and he's I watched the docs. That's Kevin. And uh, yeah, so what, 1996, I would have been like, like third year college. Oh, yeah. wow. Something like that. You know, uh, having in junior and high school, remembering, oh, yeah, Encino Man. I oh, that was like cool, that. yeah. Yeah, it was cool, man. Polly Shore, yeah, buddy. <laughs> no Polly Shore. That should have been my first tip. No <laughs> Polly Shore. Yeah. <laughs> the Polly Shore don't want to be in a movie. That is bad. When you yeah. can't spring for Polly Shore in your budget, you're you're probably in trouble. Yeah, but that that's the, that's the last not non-theatrical release. Okay. Oh, wow. But, okay, but, cool. but not, definitely not to video, straight to video. Home you, video. you don't play around. I've never heard of that one. Okay. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> just, I take your word for that. That's yeah. awful. All right, so we're now our number three. Number three. Okay, so this is, I would I would imagine this has got to be in a couple of y'all's lists. You know, it says something when you're universally regarded as Pixar's worst movie ever. Yep, that's my number three. Oh uh, yeah, Cars two. Ah, that's on mine. I figured that's on my list. That's uh, my number two. That's your number two. Yeah, okay. that's that's my number well, three. Good. Let's uh let's all pile up on it now. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, goes, it goes back to when we I guess we reviewed it. I think is when you like, you don't make the comedy person the uh, the main. Yeah, too uh, much, too much. The main, uh, main thing. That's yeah. that's it. I, I mean, we we've stated before previous shows, but but for those that haven't heard those past shows, Danny, go yes. ahead, have at it. No, yeah, you just, you said it perfectly. When you take a character who's uh, meant for comic relief, uh, they're the wacky sidekick, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And you make them the focal point of the film, uh, it would be like making Finding Nemo 2 and, and making Dory the focal point of the film. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Good point. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So like, no, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> no, seriously, though. It, 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 when you put somebody that dumb <laughs> as the center point of your movie, now you have to make everybody else around that character dumber. Dumber. Right. In order, so now you've got a movie consisting of a, a lot of more mater jokes than what you would probably be Make comfortable shake with. shake a stick at. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and all the British spies, they're all dumb enough not to be able to tell that this goof is actually a goof. That They, they all buy him as being a spy. You've got it's Lightning McQueen. He's, there's a point in that movie where 
Mater's got a bomb strapped to him, and he's trying to get away. Yes. And Lightning McQueen's chasing him down, and he's like, "Stay away! I'm a bomb! Stay away!" And like, yes, you are the bomb. <laughs> yes. I remember that. He's like, "No, you gotta go away! Never, buddy, never! <laughs> I'm not do that to you again. You <laughs> are the bomb." It's like, come on! Like there was, this, there was a scene in the beginning of the movie where Mater's clearly not talking to Lightning McQueen, but Lightning McQueen hears him over the intercom or the headset or whatever, and listens to him for no reason. It just—I'm sorry, Austin, because I know this is. I was gonna say, yeah, Austin, it's kind of a sore I know spot. Austin's shaking his fist at the. Oh, he liked the movie. Oh, he loves. He, it. Loved he stands it. by oh, it. He, he says oh, that it's ahead, a Austin. really good movie. That's but, his football. That was his fantasy football team day. Remember, yeah, Cars, Cars Two doesn't suck. suck. Oh, that's right. And you know, it's not even so much that. It sucks as much as it was if the people at Pixar wanted to make a spy thriller. Right. And Disney said, nope, we made too much money selling these damn little car toys. Y'all are making another Cars movie. And they were like, well, we'll show them. (laughs) (laughs) And because who in the world, like, I didn't even care about wanting to see the first Cars. and And it blew me away. And I was astounded by how good it was. But I never found myself asking the question when watching the folks in radiator springs interact with one another but where are all the spies (laughs) (laughs) see that's the thing right i mean that's how good the spies are you can't see them but that's the thing it's such a convoluted um preposterous plot line the whole thing it's like why is lightning mcqueen even involved in this now, yeah. if we would have, and I'm not saying it would have been a good movie, but if, if we wanted to do a movie about car spies, mm-hmm. then maybe they should have just done a movie about car spies, but not put, there's no reason for Lightning McQueen or Mater or anyone from that universe to be in that movie. No. You know, it's like the dude knows how to drive fast around the circle. <laughs> you know, what's he doing in an international spy caper? Uh, yeah, it, it just it just it was a goofy movie. It, just, they were, it served no purpose. It was a completely unnecessary movie. Exactly. The plot made no sense. I mean, the, the villain was manufacturing alternative fuel to stop people from buying alternative fuel. Even though they were already using oil in the first place, it, it none of it made all any. In all. Yeah, all in all, that was what it was. What? <laughs> yes, the, the the bad guy is manufacturing something called all in all, which is an alternative fuel, and selling it to cars. But meanwhile, this stuff is making cars blow up because <laughs> he wants it to have a bad name, so people will stop buying. Well, he's like alternative he's fuel. He's like the the girl in uh, Incredibles too. Who's sure. Pre- yeah, who's yeah. pretending like secretly the villain or whatever, and mm. just mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, I it's just a big blotch on the Pixar name. Really, yeah. I mean, it's just a big blotch. ugly spot. I it, figured y'all were gonna select blotch. that, and I I was like, they've bashed it so much, and I've heard so much. Kind of like too easy, right? Well, no, because I yeah, knew you was, gotta include it though. That. I figured you had to include it, but I was like, nah, I gotta stay away from it because I I had it. I thought about seeing it on the app. I was watching all the different mm-hmm. movies up. I was like, nah, they, nah, I already know not to touch nah. it. So instead of getting like this meaningful sequel that furthered the story of, of the cars or Lightning McQueen or whatever, all you end up with is like a James Bond parody. It, you get the animated version of Spy Hard. Yeah, and not even a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Spy. <laughs> yeah, you remember Liam Neeson Spy Hard? That's that's really what this is. It's a remake of Spy Hard where you had the bumbling spy. Oh, yeah. God. or the Pink Panther for that matter. I guess I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no, it it really. Ugh. 
Yeah, it was bad, yeah. It, it, it was yeah, bad. Yeah, it was just bad. It was bad. Can I can, can I can I jump out of order and go next real quick? Sure. To piggyback off of that, because since he's living in the Cars Two world, shortly after the whole Cars thing came out, they came out with another movie called Planes, right? Yeah, right. I and that. so definitely not a sequel. Um, I, I didn't mind Planes so much. This involves a story of a plane named. But Dusty see, Planes should have been straight to DVD. Should have been straight for DVD, but they released it. Yeah. <laughs> and they released its sequel, which is number three on my list, Planes 2 Fire and Rescue. They released the <laughs> shit out of that movie. And then that was that in the was theater? theater? That was in the theater. Oh, my in fact, God. I, I looked at... Uh, Why the, would they do that? I mean, these, exactly. this reminds me of like a Thomas the Train series or something. I don't know how yeah. that's... Yeah. I mean, just the, the acting is so bad. Uh, it's so poorly written, and it, it was—it's not a good sequel. It's the quality. I, I like it, planes too. The thing well, is, the acting—it's all animated. But you mean like the voice, the voices, and the—you know—I mean, they're still acting. They're still—you know—speaking. No, the I, parts, know. I just wanted to make sure we're all talking about yeah. the same thing. I mean, in, <laughs> and of all the people you're going to get to star in your movie, you pick Dane Cook. Yes, who basically at this point hasn't done anything worth remembering. Well, you needed the buddy. Yeah, of course he needed the money, but why did they give it to him? You know, it's like who? I'm sure they had someone else in their arsenal they could have put in. And I'm talking about planes. I didn't see this other thing that if that was straight to DVD, that should have just been straight to like. Yeah, but like who saw Craig T. Nelson as Mister Incredible? But I mean, that's the person that cast the movie. That's their job is to pick the right person. Sure, you know. Yeah. I, you know, look, I, I saw the first planes, and I, I don't think I made it through that. I think we were on an international flight. I think we were going to France, hmm. and I had like like 12 hours to kill and i watched 30 minutes of it and i'm like yeah no i can't do it <laughs> i'll do the crossword puzzle i'll do why you say it in, in french le steak all right <laughs> yes I, I did make it through the first planes and it was yeah it was know, okay it wasn't great my greatest but yeah planes 2 is just fire and rescue is just awful i can't believe fire it. And i didn't rescue. even know they made a second plane they made a second one and they released it into movies and wow. it only grossed like seventeen thousand or something seventeen thousand no 17 million on his first uh first day they didn't release it. It escaped. It escaped. <laughs> <laughs> it's a theater on fire. Yeah. So basically, after in the first movie, Dusty Crophopper wins the wings around the world, mm-hmm. and then in this movie, uh, after doing that, they discover that you know he's he's a crop duster that wanted to race, and basically his gearbox becomes faulty and is damaged. Without his gearbox, you know he, he can't live. That's when you need that Viagra Vica. Yeah, that's when you need yeah, that Viagra Vica. The fly Viagra Vica, Spanish fly, Lasta Vica fly. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so anyway, yeah, his gearbox is damaged, and so he can't really race anymore because if he pushes the limits, you know, he gets in trouble. So he decides, hey, I'm going to be a firefighter. Uh, so he decides to be a firefighter. Yeah, because uh, that's more safe. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and so this is pretty he, straightforward job, though. Just put out the fire. Don't go in it. Yeah, but he, he sucks at that, too. And so, you know, basically, so all this stuff happens. It's all about a confidence story issue, you know, where you try to build up Dusty Cropper's confidence to fly again. And when he burns the city down, no, he doesn't burn his up. He has to save like a burning a burning cabin with a bunch of uh, people staying in it in the woods because there's a wild forest fire. And so he has to fly up high in order to get the uh, the water to dump on the cabin that's burning, uh, but you know he can't fly up high because his, his gearbox is faulty. But when he finally does, his gear, gearbox goes kaput, and you know he falls to the earth. Kind of, you know, he kind of dies a little bit. It sets himself on fire. Doesn't set himself on fire. But lo and behold, one of the people, one of the mechanics that works for Fire and Rescue, can fabricate anything in the world. So guess what he fabricates? His gearbox? His gearbox! All up in the gearbox. So now he replaces the gearbox, and Dusty Crop Hopper is just totally fine. All right, you do that Dusty Crop Hopper. Yes, with he is gearbox. totally happy. He's good again. 
Was he using See. all in all? <laughs> <laughs> I bet you if he did, he wouldn't have to worry about his gearbox. <laughs> all for none. All for none. That's what right. For all. Yeah, but yeah, gearbox. Planes 2, definitely a theatrical release. I figure it'd be good to follow up Cars 2 since we just spoke about that world. Wow. And this lives pretty much within that same world. But yeah. All right. Jeez. Fire and Rescue. Yeah. It's like the Paw Patrol or something. That's what I was yeah. thinking. Paw Patrol, yeah. Yeah. actually. Yeah, I mean, again, like these movies were just such poor quality. They should have all just gone. They, the original plane just should have been a straight to DVD. Period. That's, yeah, that's I, the quality of the yeah. of the storyline and even the animation to some degree. It was just yeah. They released it. Uh, okay, with a vengeance. <laughs> with a vengeance. <laughs> yeah. So are we on two now? I, I no, don't we're think still so. on no, three. three. I just, I just three. jumped ahead. Got three. But I jumped ahead. Did you do your three? Well, my no, three was cars two. Do, yeah. Okay, so we 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 hit cars two. You yeah. got there. Okay, Eli. Let me guess. Iron Man three. Close. <laughs> I don't remember. You, you don't. Know. You don't. Know. Uh, no, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Really? Oh, oh come man. on. Yeah. No way. You saw that. it? You liked yeah. it? I liked it. I liked Ant-Man and the Wasp. It, it's got, it's, the street scene is, is cool, but like I didn't feel. It is a truth serum. I didn't feel the ghost villain in that. I didn't feel no no threat on that. But uh, she wasn't really a villain. Yeah, she wasn't. I, I see what he's saying. It wasn't a real baddie. Yeah. To, right. I, the worst it's not the worst. It's the third, including in the th- the worst. <laughs> yeah, I look. I fell asleep on it the first time I watched it. I oh, fell asleep yeah, on that's it. A, wow. That's a, okay. I, I've been drinking all, all night and you know stayed up twenty four hours, but I fell asleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know. But it was a marathon. What what you gonna do? Uh, okay. Like I get that he was under house arrest. Uh, yeah. That, Part was slow, but it was entertaining. But there wasn't like he's playing the drums. That was cute. Yeah, it was. That's the thing. It was cute. And then, like, it got to this part where, again, Ghost to me wasn't really a threatening villain. I liked uh, Walter Goggins, the the gangster head guy, but I liked him from another show. So I was like, ah, well, that's cool to see. But they weren't really a threat to the characters. And I, I think all it was was just to show the quantum realm, which I Set get. But you don't see realm, that towards yeah. the end. Mm-hmm. And you see why Ant-Man gets stuck, but that's all towards the end. So you basically the better parts of the movie are after the credits but as far as the movie uh itself i think it it does i think it it falls kind of flat i mean it relies on the effects but story i was just kind of like yeah it's it's whatever again it's not like the i guess the thing is with compared it to the other marvel movies i'd base some of these on the fact of having that feeling of emotional buildup even if there's humor in it cool but it's like all right I want to get invested. And in this case, I, I did not. You thought Ant-Man and the Wasp was worse than Thor 2? Yes. Yes, uh-huh. I did. Really? Wow. I don't see that. I like okay. and Wasp. Yeah, well, I mean, that's... I did, too. I, I appreciate the building with the little pull-out handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's... See what I'm saying? Like, that's cute. But, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, effects, it's, yeah. It's good for the effects, but I'd be mean, like, okay, with... Well, but not everything needs to be like a universe-exploding type of mo- type of movie. That's I what I like about that. these movies. I agree with that, but at least it has to have some sort of... I think it has to have some sort of threat to the hero to where you see the hero be in action. You see him having to take these risks. Like, here's this guy. He's on house arrest. Like, the FBI shows up at his house. Like, the dad from uh, Fresh Off the Boat yeah. shows up all the time. And he's like, hey, look, you can get away with whatever you want, but just, all right, you're not committing any crimes, right? You know, Paul was like, no, no, of course not. So, I mean, it has, like, 
these nice boys. I like T.I. T.I. is in the movie. I mean, you know, I tried to give it credit for what it's worth, but there was no parts where I was just like, what about the head T-Pain? <laughs> nah, I still like T.I. boy. I all mean, right. you know, I'm all about that. Uh, but yeah, there was no parts in there where I'm like, oh, shoot, they're just in danger. And just, even when they had them captured, it was like, oh, my phone is ringing. Okay, let them answer the phone. And, you know, they break out. I just, I was just like, all right, well, whatever. Like, I, I had no emotional highs and lows with the movie. Interesting. Hmm. Maybe try it when the full night's sleep. I think you might appreciate it. I wa- you know what? I watched uh, the, last, the last set of, of this list. I watched it while uh, having a good rest on Sunday eating crawfish. Okay. Well, shit, if you can't like it then, then you're... That's what I'm saying. Handsome. I was in happy mood eating crawfish. Yeah. And it'll it tie it to what it is so later. So, was yeah. it that much worse than Ant-Man? Because I thought Ant-Man was really good. So, maybe it was like, like compared to Ant-Man, it was... Yes. I thought it was right with that. I mean, I, I, I didn't think Ant-Man was great. I thought Ant-Man was, it was good. Fun. It was good. Yeah. It was a nice little fun little fun little movie. It, was, it didn't try to be something epic. And I felt like Ant-Man and the Wasp rode that same wave. I think Ant-Man was... The first one was better than the second one. Okay. Uh, I, like you said, the villain in that one... You know, he had the same powers, so you kind of was like, okay, yeah, he's on the same level. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, this one, I mean, it was cool, the effects and everything, but it was like, I felt no threat by a bunch of gangsters with guns when you have a guy who could make himself 80 feet tall. They, You know, there's no threat to him. And I guess that was the, the thing. I get it. It didn't have to be this universal mind-bending thing, but at least to Ant-Man and the Wasp, I, I, I want to feel for them. Where they like, oh, you gonna die? You go, you not gonna make it. You didn't but, like it when Paul Rudd played the mom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, oh, when I he thought, shrunk down to like the size of a little kid. Yeah, yeah, when he shrunk down, they had him in high school. Yeah, and they, like, yeah, that was that's what I'm saying. Like, that was all cute, funny stuff, but, but nothing with the story made you. Happy. Yeah, it just didn't. Okay, okay. it didn't get me. But that's my personal taste. No, all right, yeah, that works. And I knew y'all were gonna have cars too in there, so I, you know, yeah. And we did with a vengeance. You did with a vengeance. <laughs> yes. Cost two with a vengeance. Yes. You take right. that gearbox. So, uh, number two, then we start with Lee. Wait, yes. so Lee already sure, went? I, no, I'll go for no, number no. two. He's, he, he's got to do his number two. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, let me, let me do number two on this, on this number two. Have at uh, it. 102 Dalmatians. Oh, wow. Ah, you wow. always pick that. Yeah. So, there. They ha- this, this is also a reminder that. Disney probably shouldn't be doing all these live action remakes. Um, sure. So there was a remake of 101 Dalmatians uh, with Glenn Close, and this was the sequel to that, 102 Dalmatians. Uh, so she's in it again, attempting to make her grandest fur coat by stealing all these puppies and stuff. And it's the same old storyline that basically it's, it's not really much difference than 101 Dalmatians mm-hmm. uh, when it's all said and done. But this was. Again, a movie we went to go see with this set of friends. They chose to watch 102 Dalmatians. Oh, and this they did it to you again. Did it to us again. And this is the I'm not I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say this, but I think this is the only movie I've ever fallen asleep in the movie theater watching. <laughs> now were you like put people in, in jail movie. earlier that day? No, I, I wasn't even doing that job yet. This Being was again, this is, this <laughs> yeah. is pre-kids, you know, this and that and I look back in this and I go why did we go even see this movie? We didn't even have kids. Like, I don't even understand why really we got these sucked. kids. I guess so. Like, yeah. <laughs> Are y'all not close enough where you can say, listen, we like y'all. But we don't want to see movies yeah, with y'all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Y'all need to be our. Y'all are not our restaurant friends or our movie friends. Right. Y'all are our uh, going to the beach friends. Right. 
Because we'll y'all, play y'all suck at you, picking movies and you suck at picking restaurants. Sure. Why can't y'all just pick the movies or restaurants? I'm sure we. Them? I'm sure you know we saw some movies that we wanted to see and it was like, oh well, we want to see this. Okay, let's go. You know, whatever. Wow. Can you? But, can you? Do, are they for, on Facebook? Can we send them an invite to this? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, I don't think they're on. No, they're not on, on Facebook. Oh, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, like, I love that guy. Do they have an email yeah. address? I could send the link to the. Yeah, show. Yeah, I'll send them the show. I'd love to know their opinion of the movies you like. I, you know, I don't know, dude. But I mean, You're like, let's go see Citizen Kane. That movie was terrible. Oh, <laughs> you can't, love- they're probably in their house right now, like every weekend, least taking us to Bucky's. This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that man. How so. much rotisserie chicken can we eat? Yeah, but again, oh, I, I think can eat this a lot is of just uh, chicken. I bet <laughs> this is one they should have just left alone. Okay, you know, okay, yeah. no yeah. need for another Dalmatian movie. No. One hundred one minus dog, one. You see it all. I, I don't know. Have we had a good live action remake sequel yet? Not sequel. Jungle Book was pretty good. Yeah, live thought. action remake. I still yeah, we, seen we've that. had. But what sequels Passable. have we done? Uh, live action. Alice. When, but I don't know if that counts because it technically wasn't a remake of the. F- yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's kind a of a gray its own area. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah, you yeah. just say like Disney in general, like because we did Incredibles two. No, no, I was talking about live action. Live action uh, remakes of animated films that went on to to father sequels. I'd have I to. I'd have to research and see what. Let's get a sequel. Yeah, that that, that criteria. No. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, let's move yeah. on from that. Okay, so yeah. Well, I'll just go ahead. Cars 2 was my number two. Oh, okay. So we'll, that's that. We'll skip that. All right. So then I'll go next. All right. So my number two. This one. Wow. So Pirates of the Caribbean World's End. I knew this was going to come up. Oh, wow. Was that, the third okay. one? was that the third one? That was the third one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought about it. And I, I tried to remember because it's been a while when I really checked Wait, out. Wait, are you sure it's the third one or yes. the second one? No, no. The second no, one's second Dead one's Man's Chest. Third one is Calypso. Yes. Who did you wrong? Yeah. Oh, God. So Whisper is, is this the one with uh, Javier Bardane? Yeah, no, I was going to no, say. No, okay, no. Getting fourth into one. Fourth. That's Blackbeard. No, that's fifth. That's fifth. Jesus that's fifth Christ. One? How many of these movies the did they make? There's five of them. I played the fifth. One, it, two, three, four, five. I thought it was Javier the Bardem was like the he fifth. He was Blackbeard, right? And then yeah. Blackbeard, no. Oh, no. Javier Bardem was Blackbeard? I thought no, he was, was like he's Salazar. He's like a Spanish pirate. Oh, that's yeah, right. Yeah, he was the, he's the admirable. I'm getting all confused now. There's five of them? No, mm-hmm. the third one was the the, the, fr- the wrap-up of the the, tri- the original trilogy. Okay. So this was uh, when Calypso grew in the crabs yeah. and sh- when she became a 50-foot woman. Yes. Yeah. Turned into saw that one. Yes. She turned into a whirlpool. whirlpool. And that's when he was on, Jack Sparrow was on the big wheel, right? Yeah. That, and, and spoilers. Oh, no, no. No. Second one again. No, that's when, uh, that's when uh, what's his name? Uh, the, the, the pirate dude, the black pirate dude, a Boots, uh, Bootstrap Bill's son. Uh, you know, he, he was uh, black? Well, he always wore black. Oh, you're talking about Will Turner. Will Turner. That's Will Turner. it. Yeah. Bootstrap okay. Bill's yeah, yeah. son, Will Turner. That's it. All right. So, yeah, before we... Okay. Sum up every single pirate movie. <laughs> Let's try and stick with World's End because uh, going this back, the British guy. Yes, well, yeah, the, the British, British guy was uh, in every East single training company. Yeah, yeah, because you had Norrington in the first one, then you had then the Beckett. Beckett was the villain for two and three. But she, and, yeah, and okay. he was boring as. Shit. I mean, he just really, he, he was not a villain that commanded the screen. But anyway, okay, could try command and, his own ships either. No, Fyra. But yeah, Dead Man's Chest <laughs> happened to capture some. You could tell 
it, it didn't have the quite the magic of the first, but there were still elements of it, like the Kraken and Davy Jones and Barbosa returned, and there was still some good humor. Uh, I don't in, know in if the, any of them had the magic of the first. None of them no. did. The first one was so. incredible. The, they've got five films off of one good one. Yeah. So that, that shows you something. But the World's End is what put the nail in the coffin uh, for me and pretty much killed the, the Pirates franchise for the casual fan. Mm. I mean, just trying to sum up all the different problems behind it uh you have calypso who they make a big deal out of releasing so that way they could uh help fight the british who are unleashing an armada to come to them and all that happens is is she turns into a 50-foot woman disintegrates into hundreds of thousands of crabs crawls into the sea creates a whirlpool two ships fight within said whirlpool and that's it. Like one ship wins, and, and they okay. Yeah, this is the Pirate Both King it. with uh, what's his name, the guitar player. Yeah, plays, Keith Richards. Keith right? Richards plays yeah. the dad. Okay, uh, Jack Sparrow's dad. But um, the mood of the movie is just completely and utterly depressing. It starts off with they're hanging pirates by the tens. Like they they line up ten, boom, hang them. Like you see their feet dangling through the little um, the little yeah, gallows. The gallows, yeah. And they just keep doing it. And every, they read the charges and boom, another 10 are executed and boom, another 10. And then finally they line up a, the last 10. And of course, and they're hanging men and women, but the last one in the middle is a little child that they yeah. have to put up on like, oh, like a, on a stool. Yeah, so they can hang him. This is how the movie starts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And, and in the middle of there, you, like, you, you see uh, a woman get shot in the face at Point Blake range. You, you see a guy get frostbite and crack off his own toe. Um, Somebody just, was in a bad mood when they made this movie. It was just a brutal movie. And then you Dark. had a really depressing ending where Will Turner stabs the heart, becomes the new Davy Jones, and they're trying to make it out like this is a, a good ending. Like there's something so he lives and they can still see each other. But no, he can only see her once every 10 years. He's off condemned to a life of ferrying souls into the afterlife while she's raising his child alone and can only see him once every 10 years i mean do the math if she's 20 what are you gonna get six seven days i mean any any man would have said to her look you might you might need to move on might need to move on (laughs) it might be time i'm not gonna be mad You, you just don't wait for me. I get it. It's like being in jail for a long period of time. I understand. You got to do what you got to do. Well, I feel you. It was such a depressing note. I remember watching it and being like, that's how they're going to leave this? That's the end of their story? This is the go home, feel good? No, it sucked. It absolutely sucked. That, actually, that did. I, 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 got, I got the second one and that one like, mixed together because I remember seeing the second one in the show and like, Forgetting it on purpose, mm-hmm. and then you said that, and I don't know if I watched it on cable or if I read it, or I don't like I, I I don't know how I got to see that, but yeah, I remember seeing like Keith Richards looking all dirty, and I yeah. was like, they probably didn't have to do too much of a makeup job on that dude. He's half dead <laughs> already. <Yeah. laughs> it just it wasn't even funny, man. Like the ver- the, the they were like just weird little surreal things, like Jack Sparrow licking his own brain. Or, or licking a stone crab at, at yeah. one point in time and killing himself. Like if, oh, the, the yeah, splintered yeah. versions of him over a peanut. Right. It was just like these weird, surreal, like American Beauty type daydream sequences while he was in Davy Jones's locker, I guess. But then when he was out, he's still daydreaming about Jack Sparrow's in his hair and Jack Sparrow's in the jail cell. And he just, 
it just gets really, really strange. Yeah, he's kept see. Yeah, you say like he kept seeing multiples of himself, right? Yeah. I'm still trying to remember this movie is so bad. Like I, I like got fragments of like memories in it. The repressed memories. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's like releasing them. I'm getting traumatized slowly. And for all those out there who are like, yeah, uh, f- sorry, four and five were worse. You- you're right; they were worse, but they didn't. By that point in time, that ship had sailed for me. You stopped expecting good movies. Ah, World's ship's End, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I keep doing those puns. I like it. Ah. With World's End, there was still hope that they were going to turn this thing around. And they were like, okay, first movie was great. Second movie, eh, not as good, but okay. They're building things. It's a dark second chapter. Mm. And so the third one's going to redeem it. And no, it sunk it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you see what I did there? Yeah. yeah. Nautical <laughs> terms. Yes. Yeah, so I uh, like that. that's why I don't even consider four and five because, like, you know, these other ones I've saw a few times. Four and five, I, I think I saw them once. Mm. Didn't even really pay attention to it they probably had it on the background at work or something <laughs> wow i didn't i don't think i've even seen five i mean i yeah. never really got into the pirate movies so much mm-hmm. uh, i mean i think the first one i saw when I, I enjoyed it but it wasn't one of those things like oh i can't wait to see you know the, so I, I didn't never really get into series i don't think i saw this one but then again i might have saw it like you said might have been on netflix or something and mm-hmm. um but man yeah that was another one that kept popping up when I was kind of researching this, and that was one that definitely a lot of people did Mentioned, not like. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought the that. first one was brilliant. I really oh, the did. The first that. one was incredible. It, it yeah, was. I absolutely loved it. I went to the second one. Really, I mean, that was an event when the second one came out. Like it was one of those things where everyone lined up. Like, hey, you go on. Let's all get a group of people. Yeah, yeah let's yeah, go. Let's yeah. go. I remember that. Um, and, and you bought the tickets in advance. You right. Know? Right. <laughs> So it was a thing, and everyone kind of walked out of the theater like, oh, okay. Well, not as funny, but, you know, by the third one, everyone walked out of the theater like, oh, that's it, I'm done. No right. more. They just went down. And it was, yeah, all the action is dark in that one, too. Like, yeah. not metaphorically mm-hmm. dark, but, like, visually dark, so you can never see what's happened. They made that a theme throughout yeah. the movies as well, yeah. which is terrible. All just right. terrible. So who's next on two? Eli. I am? Is the last one, I think, on two. Yeah, because you had Cars 3. Yes. Two oh, cars. Yeah, the Cars, cars 3 thing just altered everything yes. for me. Okay. Well, look, Danny already said it. Iron Man 3. I hate it because I... The house I, party? Yeah, the yeah. The house pop, party pop, protocol? Pop party. I got ripped off. I like That's my main thing with that. I wanted to see Gandhi fight Tony. R.I.P. Tony. But I wanted to see Ben Kingsley as Mandarin. I didn't get that. I've already stated that. If I have a prowess for something, and I, I pay my money for it. And, and don't get me wrong. There's cool stunts. He saves 20 people in midair with magnetic propulsion. And there's Iron Patriots and everything like that. But I still didn't get the payoff that I wanted. And that still, that still sticks uh, in my crawfish. So <laughs> Yeah, that was one of the weirdest swerves I've ever seen in the so movie. So this is the movie, or this is the one where we were doing some other show and y'all talked about how this was supposed to be some really cool villain and it just didn't pay off right yeah. the, the mandarin is pretty much the quintessential iron man villain iron man villain and they played him off as a goof yeah right and i i remember not liking this movie so much the first time it came out we did a different show back then and i hated it then and i'm talking that's like years uh, maybe a decade who knows i've still carried a still mad it. about it yeah still hate it oh we go through that movie so bad that was when joy walked out one of the times one of the many times joy walked out on us and didn't come back for you're right because she liked it yeah. and then i went off about it and it's i that's right i hated the movie that much i made a person that we podcasted with walk off the stage <laughs> that wasn't that hard to do that's true <laughs> but it did happen 
So okay. yes, Iron Man three is uh, my number two. Okay, so this is interesting. So that was so we're all down to our number one. We're all number down to our number one. Yeah, I yes. would be shocked at this point in time if we don't all have the same thing. Oh, I I, I won't because I you won't don't. you won't have the same one as me. I guarantee yeah. oh, you. Oh golly. Okay, so I know I won't have the same one as Eli. No, Kevin and I have got to have the same one. Um, right, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Who's, who's number up? one? Yeah, that'd be me, right? Okay, you go. Well, I'm going to say, and this is only because of the expectation I had with it, Jungle Book 2. Oh, did that go on? That movie? went to film theatrically. Okay. So okay. this was originally produced to be a directive video, but they said, no, we can release this theatrically. Oh, wow. And they did. Kevin Wikipedia his ass off. I'm going to make sure I these No, I found out. a list of every Disney movie out there. So I just went through and see the, looked for the ones that I recognized. And I remember watching Jungle Book 2 and was sorely disappointed. And worldwide, it only grossed like $87 million. That's it. Out of all the movies, a lot of Disney animated movies came out. They're usually like a so triple what was what was the plot line? Because at the end of the first one, he goes back to the village, right? He's in the man village, okay. and he realizes... What happens if you take a jungle guy out into the man village? You haven't seen no man. You can't... You haven't seen no man. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, you can take the jungle man out of the jungle, but you'll never take the, the jungle, jungle out, out of the man. man. So, so he's of course, he misses his old jungle life and tries his best to get back there. And, of course, all his friends and buddies, Blue and stuff, uh, try to help him, save him, protect him. So it's like and Jungle Book 2. Jungle Book 2 animated movie. Tarzan one and a half. <laughs> right. Yes, 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 right. Okay. Jungle Book 2. Um, and Babaloo, the evil guy, Shere Khan, once again, you know, he's trying to stir up crap, okay. you know? And so Blue and his friends, and they try to remake some, a lot of the feel of those old original songs, but it was just... Uh, yeah, I mean, you I can't really so have the same villain twice. twice. You know, it was tough. It was you can't tough have to the same through. villain in the second movie. I mean, if you do that, you have to have another villain better than that one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if you go into there, but yeah, you can't repeat. I mean, the he's same already movie. beat Shere Khan, basically, not him, but they did. So, what's the point of bringing Shere Khan back to this movie? Right. I mean, he's bring back his mama, Shaka Khan, yeah. and then you got like a threat. Yeah. Yeah, that was very, very kind of disappointed with that one. Wow, well, I, I, I have Jungle not two, seen yes. this. So I can't even comment, but I'm sure it did suck. Yeah, yes. I take yeah. your word on that. I mean, when you when you talk 19% about nineteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, <laughs> <laughs> when you're talking about a movie that was that's meant not to even go a Rotten Tomato video, that's a it was it was originally compost. meant to be direct to video. Uh, that should tell you a lot. Yeah, wow, you know, that should tell you a lot. And they said, wait, wait, let's put it on the brakes. We can release this. No, you can't. <laughs> wow, that I didn't was, know that's that. my number one. Okay. okay. And I think it was worse because of the expectation thing, right? Yeah, I'm sure. You had an expectation for that? Well, it's like, well, it's like, well, may, it's been a while. You know, it's been a while since I had Jungle Book. It's like, well, maybe, you know, there's a chance. So far, how far after Jungle Book 1 was it released? This was well, 2003. Well, Jungle oh, Book was I don't remember this movie at all. I, I don't either. And either. It, I would have swore it was on... VHS, but I mean, I trust Kevin's research. Yeah, no, they had all that time to perfect it, and they yeah. made it suck. It was released on Valentine's Day, two thousand three. Oh, well, you love to get your money back after <laughs> seeing that movie. Yeah, yeah, I really don't think that they were working on it for like twenty plus no, years. I'm not yeah, I, yeah, I, no, I'm saying, no. but like they had time to at least make a better movie. I would, wow. I would imagine, especially just not using the same villain. That's messed up. But at least they got a villain. Like I made three. Hey, a little bit of trivia with this movie. Uh, I just I just looked at, saw this. Uh, this was the last voice acting appearance of Haley Joel Osment to have his high pitched voice before he deepened his voice before he went through got puberty. the pubes. Yes, yeah, yes. That's a la- the la- apparently the last voice acting appearance. Mm. Okay, interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's like Macaulay Culkin and Richie Rich. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there is my that's my number one. All right. Well, how about Air Bud Golden Receiver? Oh, for Christ's sake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Y'all have really watched these movies, huh? So, well, here's the thing. Uh, I this never is, saw that This one. is kind of the same uh, as the high school musical effect, just different kid. So this is my youngest kid. He loves anything with animals, man, like dogs, cats. Dogs. Living together. He loves it, dude. Like anything with, with, with the dog doing crazy shit, he'll, he'll watch that. Um, I think that's part of it is just how bad the movie was, of course. Again, it, it's one of those things where it's like Airbud won. No one thought that should win an Academy Awards. No one's going to have that, I think, in their you know classic Disney collection. But for what it was, that movie, kids liked it for whatever reason. Okay. But it's just the whole campy, bad acting, dumb story. Again, it's just preposterous this dog can play basketball or whatever sport it was at that time. Um, so they made a second one, of course, because, you know, they want to make money. Right. Um, and then I didn't know this, but that was the last one that the original dog was in because that dog passed away. Mm. Um, and then that spawned so many sequels, direct-to-video sequels. So, you know, High School Musical had four. Uh, Santa Claus had three. This one has 14 movies all oh, team. Uh, I mean, Air Buds? A cat has nine more lives. Than like Jason. This has got 14. So you've got Air Bud 3, Air Bud 7th Inning Fetch, <laughs> Air Bud Spikes Back. That's the volleyball one. He plays volleyball. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he plays volleyball. Air Buddies, Snow Buddies, Space Buddies, Santa Buddies, The Search for Santa Paws. <laughs> Santa Paws. <laughs> Spooky Buddies, Treasure Buddies. Santa Paws 2's The Santa Pups and Super Buddies. So how, how long into the series did you hang on for? <laughs> right? I'm not claiming Until to have you watched like, all these, but they dashed my hopes. No, Golden but, Retrievers where the <laughs> ship ran aground. Yeah. Draw the light. Well, I mean, eventually they started doing like different, they had puppies and stuff like that. And I, I don't know. I mean, but this is again, one of those things. It's like every time I turn around, my kid is watching one of these movies. I'm like, how can you sit? How can you watch this crap? It's so bad. Well, when you're a kid, dogs. you don't know a bad movie from a good one. I know, but still, like, dude. Plays volleyball, But, dad. I mean, 14 of these things, man, like. That's yeah. impressive. That's two years to a dog, though. <laughs> Santa Paul. That's so. two years to a dog. <laughs> it's a short time for it. So, so that's why, you know, just, <laughs> the, just the sheer Con. magnitude of how many, uh, you know, sequels are spawned by this thing. That's my number one. Parita wow. must have sponsored these movies or something <laughs> like that. Puppy so, child. God, that long. Wow, right, that's yeah, awful. Puppy child. That's awful. <laughs> Eli. Elijah. Okay. Um, I I didn't know what number it was uh, until like I was asking Danny about it, but uh, I was going with uh, Pirates, uh, Dead Men Tell No Tales as my number one. Uh, uh, basically, it's just like it's pretty much the same rehash of Pirates, except there's a guy that hunts pirates and he deals with young Jack Sparrow and he, he hunts Jack Sparrow through the whole movie and Jack Sparrow is just weird and he has like his crew of pirates who don't like him but they still help him out. There's not too many scenes in here short of uh I think it was a guillotine scene. Where they have y'all seen this movie? I, I, I saw it. I, I saw it once. You know what's yeah, funny? Okay. I just looked it up on Netflix and I must have started the movie and never fucking <laughs> <back to finish laughs> Like about a third it's, way, it says. I was like, resume. I was like, oh. Would I'm you also, like to continue watching, Kevin? You want, Apparently, you I didn't it? want to. I don't <laughs> want to spoil it for you now. I don't. No, I feel spoil bad. it. Spoil it. No. Uh, spoil it, please. I so 
I like heavier uh, Bardem. I, I I like No Country for Old Men. Uh, oh yeah, it. for sure. But then I realized why he was so cool in that movie was because he didn't talk that much. Like yeah. the few scenes that he had, it was just creepy. It doesn't work in this one because he tries to say stuff and it doesn't come off right. Now, the effects here are really wonky, in my opinion. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Was- yeah. Because he, you see them, right? In the yeah. movie. He's, he's got- supposed to be like kind of see through, half skeleton. Like, yeah. But in the wind. Yeah. yeah like the hair thing freaked me out. It looked like a bad 80s video game kind of thing. Like it just didn't work right. And then they were looking for. Uh, tried it and they tried it would undo all the curses and then they had uh, uh, William Turner's kid in it and then they had this other lady in there who I won't spoil it for you but she's related to somebody else in the movie but I didn't care about neither one of them they did basically like nothing anything that was again threats to them like they had these sharks like they sent the sharks after them. you saw this right mm-hmm. yeah it's like okay cool sharks but then like the sharks, they can't hit anything, and then, like, they got holes in their skin in the rib cage. So I'm like, well... Like zombie sharks. Yeah, the zombie mm-hmm. hammerhead sharks and zombie great white sharks, but it's like, well, what's the real threat? I mean, once you get past the bite, you pretty much fall right out the shark's rib cage, you know? <laughs> that there's a wrap. Um, I mean, the visuals were cool, but again, the action is, like, really dark. Like, they, there's a part where they're fighting on the ship, and... I kind of was like, all right, this is kind of redeeming because they had Jack Sparrow and they had the cannon. The cannon's pointing at his face and then, like, uh, it's right at me in the body. Be damned, like, the the head of the ship, like, the, the statue that's on the front of the ship comes to life and it looks and then it actually comes off of the ship. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. But the scene was so dark, I couldn't tell you how he got out of it. I mean, like, he blasted the thing, but all the effects him popping around and stuff, I couldn't see nothing. Mm-hmm. So again, and, um, yeah, I just wasn't into it. I, I just didn't. I just didn't care about what happened to people. And I was eating crawfish watching the movie. So like, yeah, I was paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm glad the crawfish didn't come to life and try to attack me. But like, even their crew was weird. Like the, I get it if you got dead zombies and fish pirates and like the first, like they're scary. But these people, they had like one thing that wasn't even there. So like, if you shot at it, it went like through it. But it could shoot you, but it's like not mm-hmm. there. I'm like, well, that's just bad CGI. And correct right me if I'm there. wrong, but the CGI was really bad on this too. Yes. Yeah, it was like even when like when you would see Javier Bardem walking, he looked like choppy. He looked like a robot when he was right. walking. Like he was kind of like I know you can't yeah, see me. Supposed to be doing some weird floaty ghost effect. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. yeah. It just, it just I, I never work. thought the CGI was choppy. I just thought that what they were going for just looked. It just, just didn't, didn't work. work. It didn't like, work. Yeah, I, I'll agree with that. Now, like I thought, younger Jack Sparrow. I thought they did a good job there. When they had the scene with him, uh, like the origin story. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't bad. Like I said, the guillotine scene. That was good. That part was entertaining. Uh, but like they were kind of doing the jokes at the at the girl. I can't remember the girl's name. It's like a prequel with the young. You talk about younger Jack Sparrow and stuff. It's like there's an origin in there. Oh, okay. So it's like the flashback, right? Because like oh, okay. uh, the Javier Bardem is chasing Jack Sparrow, and they're like, "Why?" Like that's all he wants is Jack Sparrow. Like I think there's even a part where I think he has like the coppers, and he gives up the coppers mm-hmm. for a drink. So like that wakes up Captain Salazar. That's it. So I'm like, well, wait. Well, he the dude gave up the thing. Like, you don't even need to chase Jack Sparrow no more. There's no movie here. We don't need to do anything. You're free. Let your skinny, wafty hair go in the breeze. So none of it really made much sense to me. 
I'll take Danny's word for it. The rest of it might be worse than that, but that's where I drew a line in the sand right there. Nah, yeah, look, uh, I, I, again, I'd already jumped off ship. Yeah, <laughs> you already walked the plank. I yes. walked the plank. I did not watch this movie with any hope that it was going to be good because they had already disappointed me enough. Right. <laughs> there was no winning my trust back uh, after At World's End. That did it. So... Wow. Okay. My, yeah. it's, this is interesting to me. I can't believe that I'm the only one who picked this movie as the worst theatrically released Disney sequel of all time. So I thought it was fairly obvious. Star Wars The Last Jedi. I okay. was going to uh, put that. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting you say that. I was going to put that. This is the one that I don't get the hate. Like, I understand like it wasn't the greatest Star Wars, but to say it's one of the worst. It was Disney, one of the worst. I don't, no, I don't get that. It I, was absolutely one of the worst. I, I'm going to tell you this. I was going to actually put that on the list, but the only thing that stopped me from doing it was I couldn't tell what was worse out of that one on The Force Awakens. Like, based upon, like, how I was judging the movie, I was like, yeah, but the first one was kind of bad too. So I don't yeah, know well, if first I could one, say The first one was bad in that it was just a rehash of the original Star Wars and it was just unoriginal, but it wasn't like a terrible movie. Uh, I, yeah, uh, it had its down points and that, that definitely was one of the, There was more than just that, sure. But Luke sucking on the titty is bad. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the fact that they had a slow chase through space that went nowhere with bombers that defied gravity with bombs story away. arcs the weird Monte Carlo planet that was all yep. garbage yeah. and nonsense that didn't go anywhere the fact that they pretty much on any Star Wars idea that you held sacred or characters that you loved oh you, the Jedi you respect the Jedi you like the whole light and die ah, the Jedi's all bullshit it's all unnecessary all the teachings everything was just wrong uh, everything that you were tuning in to find out about with these characters, well, you want to know about Ray's parents? Junkers from Jakku. Who gives a shit? <laughs> you move on. <laughs> you no uh, one. You no one. How did Snoke manage to bring the Empire back to power and win over Ben Solo and, 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 and from his parents and from Luke? How did he come to do it? And who earn gives a killer a He's dead. That's all the move good thing on. about that. How did he earn that killer jacket? That's the only good thing about that movie is that jacket. That's Great right. Lie. I mean, they just on everything. Luke, this, who was supposed to be this great teacher who they spent a whole movie trying to find, useless. Absolutely useless. Yeah, no, that. I, I don't know that he you. taught Ray anything. <laughs> but she doesn't need it to be taught, Danny. Just that that is true. Stuff. Yeah, she just picks up a lightsaber and is really good at it. I hate, I just, I never like those characters. That I, we've already sold that, but that was going to be actually my number one, but I was like, nah, but I don't know. It's tough because the first one just didn't do anything for me either. But yeah, I never. I don't care about but, Poe and Snoke and all. I just don't care about what they do. They don't do anything. But the first one at least planted seeds in your mind that you were curious. Okay, what's going to happen when Luke shows up? Now Luke's showing up. Oh, shit, All hell's about ready to break loose. It, it made you wonder about, oh, wait, who is Rey really? How would she? Kylo Ren, how did he turn? What happened? All of that stuff, they, they did build some level of mystery and intrigue that made you check in for the second one. And people are going to check in for That's what's remarkable about these movies, that yeah. you walk out of The Last Jedi and you're like, wow, that sucked. Can't wait to see how they're going to fix it in the next one. That's the mentality yeah. that Star Wars fans have because we love those original three movies so much. That I mean, you the, the love over the uh, over the trailer for the third one is just all over the place. When everyone universally hated this movie, <laughs> you just don't you don't want to be that person that hasn't seen the movie. That's the 
That's the thing no, about I it too. No, it's too. not that. It's always the hope that at some point in time they're going to pull it out. They're going to fix it. They heard the emperor laugh at the end of the trailer. Oh, the emperor's back. Got to go see that. You find reasons to believe. It's like a bad relationship. <laughs> abusive, abusive relationship. Yes. We can make it work, baby. We can just try. Don't hurt me. No Every time like, talk that's it, out. it. Talk I'm it out. out the door. Woo. I'm never coming back there like, Emperor, Emperor, look, I got the Emperor here. Take a look. Hmm. Love me again. Uh, maybe, I mean, maybe I should rethink that, that my line of logic. I just don't. I don't hate it, I guess, as much as everyone else does because I'm. I'm. This is another one of those ones that, like, every every list. If you Google, ten, you know, worst Disney, it's on every list. Last Jedi. I, so I, I'm shocked that I'm the only one that had it on its list. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I can understand like maybe people didn't have it as the worst, but I, I really I felt like. Of everything where I really kind of had expectations, it was like, okay, I, I'll forgive you for killing Han Solo. I'm sure Harrison Ford was being difficult and just went out of his contract or whatever it was. Um, I'll forgive you for making something that's kind of a cookie cutter rehash of the first one because you're just trying to pay homage to the fan. I'll, for, I'll forgive all that. Okay, now let's further the story. Yeah. And they did nothing. Leia Squat. flying through space. Yep. Need I say more? That was a pretty good moment where they could have said, okay, ship blows up. She was out there. Let's just write carry out now and we'll make this a, a sad scene. Nope. We're going to screw it all up by making people feel awkward in the theater when <laughs> not only that she flies back to the ship, but that we know she's got to die at some point. What are y'all doing? Why? So, do whatever they want. <sighs> Ugh. I had yeah. that. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That was a bad, bad, bad movie. Yeah, the, easily to me, my least favorite. With the expectation, yes. I, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. I, that makes that sense, though. I had it. Like it's right here in the notes. <laughs> I actually go right. I was tempted to put Last Jedi here. Then I remembered the first movie sucked too. I <laughs> yeah. you can read the document so right here. <laughs> you're trying, it's you, not redacted. You, you couldn't decide which was the worst. Right. So it like, was I'll tough. just leave these alone. Well, I like how it. yeah, it's like four Marvel movies on your list. Yeah, and then one like pirates movie. I went like for my swerve. Yeah. I went for my swerve there. Yeah, Kevin had like probably the most obscure list I've ever. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I have kids that watch everything. Oh, and stuff that I've watched everything too. So, what about honorable mentions? Anyone got a few have, honorable mentions? I have an interesting honorable mention. Okay, and uh, I'm just gonna throw it out there. It might, it might get a lot of flashback, but that's usually when we hear from our listeners anyway. So. Um, I'm gonna say Mary Poppins Returns. I've got it on uh, my. I've got an honorable mention. Mary Poppins Returns yeah. uh, bothers, and, and it, it really bothers me as because as of late this past week, my kids have been watching. Well, in the van when we're going around, you know, doing stuff, they're watching the original Mary Poppins, and so I'm listening to that and just picturing all the scenes and then really enjoying it. And when I reflect back, uh, my oldest loves Mary Poppins Returns. And, you know, whenever I drive her to the bus stop, she's always wanting to listen to the music. Mm-hmm. Um, the music, I don't mind so much. But it's for one particular scene that really just still rubs me the wrong way. And that's whole, you know, Trip to Light Fantastic scene. I don't, I, I, I don't mind the song so much. Mm-hmm. But the whole scene in and of itself doesn't quite makes sense to me i remember us talking about you know that. Yeah. and i yeah. think i might have mentioned that too and that's enough to really bring this movie down for me now in retrospect um you know going through the sewer and then all of a sudden there's 10 million uh, uh lamps all in a row yeah. it's like really you know this serves no purpose <laughs> and um you know it, it, and then the leery speak all that silliness you know 
I was like, no, this this scene doesn't make sense to me. It's just there for show. And the kid's still f- late. They yeah. just wild up at home. Right. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you know, uh, well, they'll talk about, well, hold up the whole chimney thing. Uh, that's a little bit more uh, other than walking on the stair of smoke, you know, uh-huh. uh, you know, the, uh, people can party on the roof, you know, maybe that they won't fly up into the roof, but that's was something separate than the original intent of what the scene was. Right. Mm-hmm. So in the Mary Poppins returns, the trip to line fantastic was to help, you know, light the light, the path to, for the kids to get back home. Right. Okay, great. Um, why was there, I just don't get it. Why, why, didn't they, why didn't they have the at least the whole scene as they're dancing actually take them home? I've, you never I, see that part. In the original movie, Bert, after they run into Bert, he takes him home. Yes. And the reason why they get stuck on the chimney is because the mom had to go off to this thing. The father was going off to the bank. They needed somebody to watch the kids. And they said, hey, we need our chimneys clean. Hey, oh, great. You're a chimney sweep. Won't you do this? Oh, great. You're so great. And the mama leaves. And so now Bert's stuck cleaning their chimney. <laughs> and so he's just teaching the kids some things. Like, hey, you can, you know, if you feel it real good, you can feel the wind tugging on it. He gives it to the kid. The kid gets uh, shot up Stop into this. Yeah. And that's how that their adventure begins. It's not... It wasn't a, the whole dancing on their chimney. It wasn't a purpose for them to go anywhere. Yeah. It was just one of the fantasy worlds that Mary Poppins took them to. So that doesn't to speak. sound safe at all. You know, on chimneys. but they achieved safe. the purpose of bringing the kids home in Mary Poppins returns. What? <laughs> what did they achieve <laughs> other than like Leary speak? And there's you know people dancing on number. 10 million. Yeah. yeah it's just, it's just a, it's an, just an a excuse to do, a, to do a dance number. Yeah. That's exactly. it, had they brought the story to where they actually, you know, they, all that stuff was as they're taking the kids home then I could buy it. But that one scene in retrospect, now that I've had a chance to listen, to listen to both movies again. And now that my, my oldest really likes listening to music made me think, you know, this isn't, it's not fully bad enough to make my top five, but it's definitely going to be my honorable mention. Cause if, as of late, it's been bothering me, especially mm. that one scene has been like a little thorn on my side, mm-hmm. you know? No, I, I understand that. And it's not one of my favorites and Lord knows we took enough heat on this when we did it on the show, so I'm not going to... We did, but a lot of people said a lot of the same things we did. Oh, uh, well, yeah. The, I, I think they, all, they they agreed, but I guess maybe they got the feels a little bit more than what we did. Right. So, yeah, I'm not going to bet. You know, honestly, there's not... There weren't a whole lot of honorable mentions for me, and, and I'm actually, there are no honorable mentions yeah. for me. There are movies that, like... Iron Man 3, like Eli said, and Thor The Dark World, I, I thought about putting in there. But to me, when it came to the creme de la creme of crap, <laughs> these five just really <laughs> stuck out. Like, I yeah. could find... <laughs> creme de la crap. I could find something redeemable in just about every one of the, the Marvel movies, uh, and even Mary Poppins. I, I couldn't find anything redeemable in any of these movies. Like... Say like Muppets Most Wanted. That's on my honorable mentions. That yeah, was yeah. not a very good movie. But did I really expect it to be? Well, the no. first one was. I liked the first remake. Yeah, you yeah. like it, but do you walk in there expecting like it's going to be? It's a Muppet yeah. movie. It's going to be silly. Yeah. It's going to be goofy. Well, I, I only put on honorable mentions because I didn't actually see Muppets Most Wanted. I just know that it did so poorly. Yeah, you know. So I put that one. Um, anything earnest. Goes on the list. I almost, I almost put Slam Dunk Ernest on my list. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't mind. Well, they're all yeah. just. But, but also, the Slam Dunk Ernest was very special. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but I, I see, just, but there again, like, do, do you watch an Ernest movie expecting a good movie? Right. Yeah, I get it. Right. Uh, right. So I had Ralph breaks the internet. 
on here. Yeah, that's fair. I thought about that. And again, I think it was uh, it was not as bad as Cars Two. No, but same situation where the first one was so good that the second one I didn't think it was going to be as good. So, but it was it just wasn't great. First time I saw the movie, I did not like it. The second time I saw it, and I was able to dismiss some of those expectations and really kind of enjoy the story and like all right do it one more time for me let me see yeah. mm-hmm. it's still there was a lot of stuff i didn't care about how they characterized it but yeah I, I, again uh, terrible uh, yeah i don't know yeah so i didn't know this existed zombies <laughs> have you heard of a oh, Disney? oh yeah I, so there's it, zombies it too it's right a, it's a tv movie so i i just i just read the description and thought it was so off the wall that I had to include this. So Disney's Zombies is a music and dance filled story set in the fictitious world of Seabrook, a cookie a cookie cutter community brimming with perky conformity fifty years after a zombie apocalypse. Happy people yeah, my, the zombies. My girls, the zombies were all about, my girls were all about that movie. Today the zombies pose no threat yeah. are, but are required to live in Zombie Town. An isolated, <laughs> rundown community infused with their unique creative spirit. When zombies are finally allowed to enroll in Seabrook High School, the charming charismatic zombie Zed Zed's dead baby Zed's dead <laughs> who is determined to play football meets freshman Addison who dreams of being a cheerleader the, the ultimate form of status in Seabrook Addison takes a lot of flack for befriending Zed and his zombie friends but comes to learn that zombies and cheerleaders aren't so different after all okay so you know I've actually I've never seen this movie but, but I've you can heard it. no 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 no. no. <laughs> it's High School Music. I've heard the song like that's one of Lily's favorite songs. Yeah, my girl is, love is it. a someday song. Let me see. And if you listen to it, 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 it like the first time I heard it, I was like, "What the hell are you listening to?" Listen. I know we might be crazy, but did you hear the story? I think I heard it vaguely. Yeah. A girl and a zombie. Like, what? what did they did they just say zombie? Yeah, and it's not a bad song. Like you know, she would get into it and she likes dancing to it and she had a good time with it. But and it's a decent song for a little girl to listen to. But um, yeah, the first time I heard that song, I'm like, what the hell is that? And I, yeah, I mean, when I, I looked it up. I didn't I know. Saw I didn't know Disney made a zombie movie. Disney made a zombie movie. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a straight to TV movie. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 my kid, my my girls were all into that movie. I didn't, I didn't, I don't remember the. Dash is weird. I mean, come on, really? I think like, they were over it. A zombie, like, I'm sorry, I don't have dance. That's just baggage. I'm just flicking <laughs> off my shoulder. And they dance, and they speak zombie. They speak. Apparently, zombie? there's a lying language. Oh, it's wow. like really. Do we need a whole movie about the bad choices people make in relationships? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like High School Musical zombies. Exactly. It's exactly what it, it, it felt like. Yeah. I can I change him, Mom. <laughs> I can make him alive. No, he's dead. He, his skin is gray and falling off. You don't know. Date the bike. It's funny because like every movement in that movie looked like it was scripted and planned. Yeah. Wow. It was it was very very programmed. It felt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Amazing. then, um, if I could just finish with this, future losers. Future losers. Never heard of it. Avatar two and three. That is going to be <laughs> oh, the next oh, okay. bottom sequels. Is going to be Avatar two and three. <laughs> yeah, they'll, they'll push it back. Just go ahead and call team. that one right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I think even Disney's like, don't do it. No, they're cool. At yeah. least they're coming to the the, the theme park. We're good. At least this. Well, if I if I could say one last one, sure. Disney didn't make this, but now they own it. So I'll just say this, just to put it in this list. Crystal Indiana Skull. 
Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of Crystal Skull. Oh God! You know, so they they bought it, so now they own it, so now they got to live with it. (laughs) I was wondering how that would play out. Yeah, it was made by Paramount, so I can't. I couldn't make my list because it wasn't really a Disney production. Like all the other ones I listed were freaking Disney productions distributed by Buena Vista. And but this, you know, so I was so disappointed, man. I was so looking forward to it. It's like, oh, they finally got another Indiana Jones movie. You see, now I I kind of had a suspicion because to me, Indiana Jones movies were always one on one off like a lot of people love temple of doom uh what i thought about it, i liked it but i think it's a little bit of a, a nostalgia thing yeah well the what cars cool stunts at that one the cars ah. the cars the Call thing, me a hot indie the car thing was kind of just like indiana jones it's like you know the first and the third one were kind of set in the same world and the second one was somewhere completely different yeah. you know well it, it's always about it's about the MacGuffin. you got to care about them what they're going after yeah mm-hmm. and you care about the lost ark you care about the the holy grail you don't really care about a couple of rocks. <laughs> but you it know? was saving children. Yeah. Saving the children. Yeah, that just kind of got swerved into it. Uh, it's eh. And the crazy God to do with the pure white hair. I think the only reason why that movie stood out to me the most was that was I, had, I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark on TV. Mm-hmm. And then when the second one came out, I actually went to the theater to see it. So that's like the only one I've seen in the theater itself. That's probably why it sticks out to me the most. I love <laughs> Short Round, though. That yeah. Guy, he was one of my favorite characters in that world. I love the intro to it. Like, I like that whole... Oh, the gang Chinese. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I like that. It visually, it was just the, like, wow. Yeah. yeah. I always wanted a roller coaster based on that mind chase. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. That I was awesome. I wanted a roller coaster like that, but never got it. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so going back to the Cars 2 thing for a minute there, it, it's, it's a good thing we never got Indiana Jones Short Rounds Adventure. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, Dr. Jones, you cheat. You cheat, Dr. Jones. Sure. Oh, uh. <laughs> now, um, I didn't have too many honorable mentions, but I would say I tried to dig a little bit. Dig a little deeper. I, I tried to dig <laughs> up. And uh, like you said, Last Jedi would have had to have been one. Like I said, it, it was in the documents, but I was like, ah, but I know somebody's got that one, so uh, I, I'll, I'll move on to Pirates. But the other one. But the was goal wasn't be- to have like in a completely original, unique list, it was just what you definitively think. Based upon your expectations and your yeah, but there were there were a good bit to choose from. And, but then, like I think one of the criteria you said was we could look at the theatrical releases of when they owned like Touchstone Pictures, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this one, I, I kind of looked through the list, and it was tough because they really weren't that many sequels that I could actually tell you that I saw except one. Yeah, another stakeout. Which <laughs> I don't know if too many people saw. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. That was bad. That was bad. Uh, I like the first was that one. Dreyfus. Dreyfus. Yeah, Richard Rodney and Emilio Estevez. Yeah. With uh, uh, the out. I forgot about that. That one was bad. But I was like, that's too like out there, you know. But yeah, but that, that would have worked. Was, I mean, that's it Touchstone was, was Disney. That There's was no uh, doubt. That was my honorable mention there. So I wanted to put that in first, but when I looked through seeing all these other movies, I was like. Yeah, I, I could put that one on the back burner. But yeah, the only movie I was actually tempted to go out and see that I hadn't seen before was uh, Race to Witch Mountain. Oh, you know, I hadn't seen that. And but I, yeah. that's how I justified it. I'm like, well, I haven't yeah. seen it. I'm not going to go out and make myself see movies that I didn't have any interest in seeing in the first place. Right. Like, that defeats the whole purpose of this. Right. Like, it had to be something that you saw it and it resonated at the time. That was bad. Like, I remember seeing National Treasure Book of Secrets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw that too. And it wasn't a great movie, but yeah. I don't remember walking out being like, oh, that was terrible. Every single one of these movies, legit, when I walked out, when I saw them, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah. For me, yeah, same thing uh, for the made-for-TV ones. Exact, I don't think I even what, made it through the entire thing. <laughs> they went to commercial break, and I saw that as my out. Guys, uh, thanks for indulging us in that particular list. We're curious to know how your list uh, pans out as far as uh, worst movies uh, sequels uh, that were theatrically released. Um, and uh, let us know if you want to defend any of the ones that we had brought out. We'd be curious to hear your thoughts on that and why it should have made our list or whatever else. Why do you like that, especially? And uh, yeah, we're about to tell you how to get in touch with us in just a little bit. Well, guys, we hope you enjoyed that discussion of our five worst Disney movies. Uh, if you want to learn more about us, magicarway.com is the way to go. There you'll find our social media links, past episodes, and more. Uh, you can get in touch with us through the following ways to voice your opinion. You can send us an email at show at magicarway.com. You can leave us a voicemail via our SpeakPipe widget on our homepage, or you can call or text us at 1-815-MOWEEKEND. That is 1-815-MOWEEKEND-669-4226. And guys, we got a couple of people do things outside of the podcast. First of all, we have Eli that does things with comics. Eli, tell me what you got going on, sir. Yes, of course. Uh, all the time. You know the story. It's all about the glory. You go to ivorycomics.com and see the artwork that I have for Project Geisha, uh, Savages, and the Bali Be Damned. Each book has no ads except for Loving Magic Highway, of course, but it's fully colored. It's basically two issues wrapped in one, so it's a full-on read. You'll love it. Trust me. Right. Uh, there's always a link to this podcast. You don't miss a beat. There's blog posts, interviews. If there's something you want to comment on me on, you can uh, totally do it there, and I will read it in the email. Uh, Facebook.com. You can find me there, Eli H. Ivory. So always looking to meet new people as long as they're real people. Thank you very much. Uh, Project Geisha has own Facebook page, so Facebook.com slash Project Geisha. Uh, Instagram, of course. You can find me there, Eli 504 I've posted up a couple of Picks of the New Savage book, still working on that. Has a pretty good buzz to it, so appreciate the love about that. And, of course, on Twitter, you can find me at Hancock10166. So if you appreciate the madness, I'll keep breaking the gladness. Fully Thank colored, huh? Fully colored. Yeah, look, we don't use that terminology here on the show. Well, I, I can say it. Oh, uh, oh, oh. And oh, you, okay. your ad is colored. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. it's colored. Because got daddy's art in it, so I mean, yeah. we support oh, okay, each other. Okay. That's what it's about. Oh. You got to look past oh, that politic, okay. man. Yes. You got to see the glory of the story. That oh. was the name of the third Matrix movie. Fully was colored? Matrix, fully, fully colored. colored. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was the name of the second Herbie movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was fully loaded. <laughs> fully loaded. <laughs> Herbie's baked potatoes, fully loaded. Fully loaded. <laughs> All the cheese you want. <laughs> and guys if you want to travel to your nearest movie theater <laughs> and go see one of these movies you can't you can uh, see them on a disney cruise line probably you could probably see there them you go. can you really yeah well, i guess so yeah they oh. got movies on the well ship. if you want to book a disney cruise line or an adventures by disney so you can see these movies you can do so through lee lee tell them how to do this all right so just give me a call at 832-570-5490 that's 832 pirates 14 dead men's face neck and chest <laughs> 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 uh, you could also call me at 832-500-5490 that's uh, 832 cars 4 Mater's redneck revenge <laughs> Woo! Ah. hot dog <laughs> we've also got uh, 832 mighty ducks 4 duck you any <laughs> <laughs> of those numbers would work uh, you can also email me at lee at magicarway.com as always, please check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash travel. That's L-A-S-T-O-V-I-C-A travel. If you do any of that, we'll get you hooked up and booked up with no Mandarin of 
Ravika. All right. And if you want to support the show as a whole, you could do so through the following ways. You could buy some beignets and support the show that way. And there's a little link on our homepage right there. You can also represent the Moeekin Nation wherever you go by purchasing some clothing from our shop. And the easiest way to support us is to leave a rating and review in iTunes or wherever you download the show, whether it's Stitcher, Blueberry, Google Play, Music, etc. And you can also share on your social media that you are listening to the Magic Army Podcast. And let all your friends know that we exist and we're around and have been around for a good while. And remember, guys, we are part of the BS Podcast Network, whose motto is we speak our minds, so you don't have to. So be sure to support our partners in podcasting over there. And both BS Podcast Network. Uh, you can support on social media, especially Facebook. And if you want to be part of the discussion, you can join the Mo Weekend Pleasure Island 33 Facebook group in which you can voice your opinions with all the other famous Mo Weekends that have come and gone on this particular podcast. And they all exist in that particular Facebook group. So we thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to us and making us a part of your Disney fan life. We appreciate you and love hearing from our listeners. As I always say, all opinions are always welcome on the Magic Hour podcast, so get in touch with us today. So, my weekends, ladies and gentlemen, we say Quaharini. My name is Kevin. I'm Danny. Magic out. I have every intention of eating those bananas for breakfast, but I still somehow end up with Oh, no. All in all with what? All in all together. We're all in this together. Uh, all for what and what for all. Are y'all writing the Three Musketeers musical? Why not? <laughs> it's a high school musical with zombies in it. I don't mind that chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> Fully colored is not allowed on the Magic Airway <laughs> podcast, not. but chocolate all is All I want to do is talk about the book. God dang. Hey guys. Hey, you hear that? Yeah. Yes. You know what that is? Tony Bennett? It is Tony Bennett. Oh man, Italians recognizing Italians. You know what song What song is he singing? Well, the song that Lee couldn't sing when he was trying to do it for the navigator. Oh wow. Hey, but do you know what I'm listening it on? This is Mad Hatter Radio, which is an ra- online radio station of Disney fan stuff that we have partnered up with, man. How you like that? Partners here on the Gulf Coast, Magic Carway and Mad Hatter Radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, creative buffs on radio stuff. That's like right. It. Yeah, it's good. It's another outlet. Uh huh. You know, it, 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 what's good about it? Yeah, let me tell you what's good. But you hear Tony Bennett. Mm-hmm. But you could probably hear Bare Necessities done by like a, a metal group, a heavy metal group. You could mm-hmm. probably hear a country version of this. Oh wow! You could probably hear like a funk version, James Brown type of. Hi. Give me Bare Necessities. <laughs> oh, nah. Get him, get up again. Oh yeah. You know? Hot tub. What you say now, <laughs> Disney? That's right. You can hear that all on the station, man. It's, <laughs> they don't just give you the normal spiels and 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 r- attraction sounds, but they give you. Every creative variation that other artists have taken to the standard Disney songs, like Tony Bennett right here, this yeah. little jazzy version of the Bare Necessities. You know. I'm thinking about Goodfellas right now. I don't know why. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, bada boom. Boy, listen to this station, okay? It's good for you. It's good for me. It's going to go ahead. It's going to help you out. It's going to make me out. It's going to be really good. Okay? Man had a radio, bada bing, bada boom. Just do it, huh? Bada-bing.